No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today I'm very, very excited to have a very, very legendary icon in the building. Rico Strong is in the building. How you doing, man? I mean, I'm blessed, man. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. You just pointed out that you're the first uh, male talent, quote unquote, that we ever had on here to uh, tell us about exactly how this world works. Yeah, the male. I'm, yeah, that's kind of crazy being the first male porn star on here, but shit. Hey, I'm happy about it. I'm happy too. And of course, I have uh, another member of the so called BBC yeah, community. Poetic <laughs> Flocko. Yo, why do you think. Flocko was hilarious, cuz. Yo, fool. why do you think Adam haven't had any, like, uh, male adult porn stars on? Is he, like, jealous and shit? Nah, most of the niggas is corny. Woo! Mm, Name one five. corny nigga. Name the corniest porn star nigga. <laughs> He's jumping the gun so hard. Look at this guy. All right, let, All right. let me just start with this. I want to get the early background because you are originally from Long Beach. Yeah, you saw Long Beach. Yeah. Oh, okay, tell us a little bit about your uh, upbringing. Um, man, it was it was a lot. That's rough. Love Long Beach ain't no ain't no play ass city. Mm -hmm. You know. So, um, growing up, I had my mother and my father. I had a good family base. Um, a lot of my um, cousins are instrumental athletes, and a lot of other ones is. You know, gangbangers and that type of shit. So, you know, I live both lot both sides in that city. Definitely. So it's like, um, shit, I'd have been through everything. You know, I was living double lives all the time. You know, <laughs> going to school and playing the church role, but still gangbanger this shit. Right. Some trouble in and out of that, hustling with my brothers. What were your parents like? Um, my father is an amazing man. Was he? He died when I was eleven. That's kind of where I switched. Oh, really? That's kind of because I was on a straight nerd path. Like, if you look on my knuckles, it say nerd on this side. On this hand, it say thug. Mm. Because right when my dad died, that's kind of when I switched over. And then that's when, like, my uncles got a hold of me. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was like, come on, you know, nephew, we got you. Took me into their wing, but that's when I went to the streets. Your uncles were into the streets, or? Yeah. Okay. Both of my uncles, like, a lot of my uncles, we, I'm from Rolling 20 Crip, and then a lot of my other uncles did some insane. Okay. So I got uncles on both sides. I just lost just lost an uncle recently, my uncle Archie Capone. I just lost him a couple months back. Oh damn. Rest in peace. Rest um, in peace, yeah. My other uncle was uh uh big Reese Cup. He's doing fifty six years right now. You know? Wow. But um then you know I got a couple of other uncles is out, my uncle Uncle Ray, my uncle Terrell, people like that. You know, we really influential in Long Beach. Like what? even me coming up like that was What was your mom like? Mom was crazy Puerto Rican mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're part Puerto Rican, okay. Yeah, man, so um, little itty bitty lady named Novella, mm. <laughs> aka Sassy, but you know, five three, stand six feet nine. Because where I'm from in uh, New Hampshire, a mm. lot of Puerto Rican people. Yeah. But then out here, if you see a Hispanic person, it's like ninety nine percent of the time they're Mexican. So it's kind of well, yeah, because it's a difference. Like you know, we we differentiate that a lot because being Hispanic is with more of the Mexican than being Latin is more of the, the darker brown skin type people. Right. You know, Cubans, Dominicans, the excuse me. The Puerto Ricans, um, but yeah, mom is mom was a great person. She a hustler. That's where I get a lot of my hustle from. Right, it's to never give up, never quit. My mom is the type of person to where if she. Mama told me something when I was young. One day she said, um, "Son, whatever you do, just make sure you be the best at it. Mm -hmm. I don't care what it is. I'm a, I'm a rock with you. Right, you know. And I still got my mama here to this day. I take care of her full time." That's what's up. Uh, That's dope. She out there in Vegas with me. I got my grandmother with me, too. Oh, so you're in Vegas most of the time. That's where I live at. Oh, okay. okay. I've been living in Vegas for 11 years. Oh, oh wow. shit. Okay. Yeah. So when you get into the streets, per se, what, what was that like at the time? Like, what was your version of getting into gangbanging? 
when I was young, shit, it was way different from what it is now. It wasn't as, you know, glorified. You know, it was more of, this is where we at. You know what I'm saying? Where we grew up at, this is where we from. You feel me? This is what your family was at, how you protect your hood. You know, my homies, my big homies was always take your ass to school. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Do your work. If you're going to play sports, but then, you know, come to the hood, put in your work, do what you're supposed to do. And a lot of my people still here, a lot of them ain't, but, you know, I've, I didn't face some, some major charges at times before, and I didn't been behind the wall. It ain't no place for nobody to be. Really? You know, porn, <laughs> porn saved me a lot more, to be truthful. You know, was when I got out one of the last times. That's when I kind of fell into the porn shit because somebody was like, just come do this because you got to take care of your mom. And I was like, man, I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> okay, before we get into that, though, when when, uh, when did you first get locked up? Shit, when the first, first time? Shit, like 13, 15, 16, 17, 18. <laughs> so all, all through high school? It was all through high school. It kept going back in that motherfucker. I was For what? Uh, robberies, burglaries, batteries. Um, a lot of my shit is assaults, gun possessions, attempted murder. God damn. Um, shit like that. You know, it's some stuff I can't talk about, but. Right. Right. You know, but by the grace of God, you know, I beat my case. What was it like uh, in those environments, like in jail in the, at that time? Did that make you grow up fast? Yeah, you got to grow up fast. But, you know, being in Long Beach, period, you grow up fast. Mm. Like, we always was, every day, even just 12, 13, 14 years old, we already working out. We already big. Like, I'm small now. Everybody like, you big. I'm like, nigga, I'm small. Mm. Like, I could show you a picture of me when I was, like, 16. I was 195 pounds, all muscle. Right. I'm socking every day. So you were always, like, into working out and shit? Yeah, just from being an athlete. But then, too, even being in the hood like that, like, that was programming. Right. We had a program. You know, because shit, you want to be the biggest, baddest motherfucker in the hood. You want to get knocked out? Mm. <laughs> but now they don't care. Mm-hmm. You now it could be skinny because niggas can't fight. Right. There's not even like <laughs> an niggas emphasis on it. There's it's like, like very popular rap songs about how like I don't know how to fight. Yeah, I'm, I'm not just gonna fight. Shoot you. just shoot niggas. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Back then it was yeah, put your hands up, but niggas can't fight. Right. Niggas can't fight, bro. So wait, do you have one really crazy case that you're alluding to there? Um, yeah, my last one when I was facing, I was facing life. Facing life, yeah. Like so it was a murder. Life on adult life. It was attempted murder. Attempted murder charge. Yeah. At what age? I was seventeen. Whoa. And so what happened? It was a week before graduation. Can you say anything about how this went down? Um, a little bit. It was uh, me and my um, me and one of my brothers, one of the homies from the hood. We was pushing through uh, Long Beach and we was going into the enemy hood, which was the Mexican hood. Mm-hmm. Where we wasn't supposed to be at, but we didn't give a fuck. That's who you beefed with primarily at the time. In Long Beach, yeah, back then it was mostly racial was, at the time. Yeah, it's all no, it's all still like that now okay. to this day. Because Long Beach is a full Crip city. Yes, yeah, Crip city. But there's different Crips who don't like each other, right? Was yeah, it, it wasn't but it's, really like but that it's mainly more in Long Beach. It's mainly mainly the Mexicans to the blacks, and then the Asians don't get along with the Mexicans, and then I, the Mexicans don't get along with no fucking body. <laughs> in Long Beach. They don't even get along with each other. Right. <laughs> so that's really just what that is. That's right, and it's just a lot. But you know, we was going through the wrong hood, and then. We stopped to try to, you know, you know, you know, clock the pistol, but it jammed. And the lady seen us up in the window, went up to the store. The lady thinking we was gonna rob the store, called the police. By the time we come out, it's like twelve cars out there. So I end up ducking behind the car, and then my brother and the homie kind of like faded off into the squad meet. And then I just come up. The funny thing is, the dude who sold me the gun a couple of days before that was in the car in front of me, and he seen me and just looked at me like. I was like, nigga, in my face was like, nigga, I ain't about to snitch. And, like, when I came up from behind that car, yeah. the police was like, almost had his gun, like, real close to my face. So I just took off. And then I started busting. Like, as I'm running, like, boom, 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 boom. Back at the cops? Yeah. And I hit the round the corner. And I, 
hit that corner. And then at this time, I'm the fastest in the state in track. Wow. So once I hit the corner again, I hit it. I'm coming up 7th Street, and I book it from 7th and Orange all the way up to Examiner, where Wilson was at. They couldn't catch me until the bird was out. But, I mean, was what it was. That's about far as I go with it. That story. How did you beat that charge? Um, they beat the shit out of me. Oh. They caught me. Right. But it really wasn't. It was an attempted murder charge. I hit, I hit the cop car. I, hit the, hit the, I don't know if I hit a vest. I forgot. I forgot that shit. But um, when they caught me, they uh, split open my head with the billy club and broke my, like, twisted my arm up and broke it. Wow. So uh, what it is, I kept fighting it. I sat there for three years. Like, they sent me up. Uh, well, a year and a half, basically fighting, going back and forth to court, back and forth to court, back and forth. They offered me a juvenile life um, and a couple, and a adult strike and a juvenile strike. And it took them about a year and a half to do that. And they told me, oh, you do one more year and a half and you can come home. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Came home right around just before 20. And I had just turned my 20, my 20th birthday, my birthday, September 18th. And um, at the time, my girlfriend was Sky Black, legendary porn star. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, she had kept asking me to do it. And I was telling her, no, I don't want to do that. And then I ended up getting in trouble because you know, I was a stripper. I was dancing wow. to, to make ends meet right. while I was, when I'm home from jail. So I was dancing in L.A., you know, at the right track and shit like that. Oh, my God. That's what I always, uh, <laughs> A.D. told me about the right track one yeah, time. So and so I always bring it up. And I know he regrets telling me about it because I just fucking mention it all the time. Shout Damn. out to my nigga A.D. Who put you on to that? Um, that so hustle. A gang of my friends was always always dancers. Really, like a lot of people don't understand. Ain't no ain't no fraud. Niggas be thinking that shit gay, but it's like being a dancer. Half of the niggas that dance was gangbanging because they keep us out the street. And mm-hmm. it's like it's a club full of bitches that's paying you. It's another form of pimping. So it's mostly girls in the club, or is it like all a different type club. of club with the dudes? <laughs> no, it's all girls in the club. Oh, all right. Bro, you go to the club on Friday, Saturday night. It's like three hundred girls in the club to give you money, and it's twelve dudes. Wow. Mm-hmm. So they got dispersed their money between. You know, 300 women between 12 dudes. Imagine what we making in there at night. You feel like you were being objectified? Give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Getting paid. Nigga, I went outside to my car. If you pulled up in front of the right track back in the day, right. everybody everybody was lined up cars. I'm on Escalades, Lexuses, Corvettes, Vipers. Right. Like, the fuck? When am I fucking nobody? Do you think? ever, like, clown for that, though? Because I know now, like, certain Niggas rappers do. in their past came out. Niggas do. Niggas all yeah. do. Anybody that feel they uncomfortable with something yeah. that they don't really understand, gonna try to be funny about it. Right. You feel me? Over learning it. Yeah. You feel me? Over learning something. How much money were you making from that at the time? Man, dancing? Man, it always varied. But you know, on a, on a cool night, you only dance, what a lot of people don't know about male dancers, we only dance once a night. Okay. Like, you know how girls dance all night? Yeah. Excuse me. And they do that shit. Male dancers don't. You come in, we dress like regular like this. We mingle, we talk like we at the club. Uh-huh. We sit at the bar, we talking, we mingling, we doing whatever. And then, um, when it's your turn to go on stage, you go on stage, do your 10 to minute set, and whatever you make in between that, that's it. Yo, I watch Magic Mike, so I need to know, man. That shit ain't like that. Black, <laughs> What's your the signature black club, move, bro? The black club is not like that. <laughs> What's your move, bro? Tell me your signature move, I ain't bro. got no move, nigga. It ain't like that. <laughs> I know them hits was thruster, man. I don't have none, bro. We just really just to get it in. <laughs> but when you're just, like, sitting by the bar and you got all these chicks talking to you, what do they want to talk to you about? Shit, regular shit in life. Really? What's going on with me? What's going on with them? It's really more about what's going on with them and their family, their kids, what they're doing. Mm. We're there to make them comfortable. This is day release from the week. They've been working all week. You know what I'm saying? So they want to come, have fun, get drunk with their girls, you know, have fun at bachelor parties, whatever. Mm. And that was cool. But they're just straight sexually harassing you? Where they're like all nah. over you and shit? It's or are not, they kind of cool about it? It's cool. It's not disrespectful. Some girls get a little grabby because they just feel they can because you're there. Right. It's the same thing with porn. Like girls will walk up to me and try to grab my dick. Like, bitch, you don't know me. Like, <laughs> you think as I fuck on film, you can just walk up and grab me? But no. 
They do. But I feel like you're probably uh, biased in that regard because if it's a really good-looking girl who walks up and grabs your dick. Yeah, you wouldn't care. All right. No, I still, I mean, I do. It's depending on how they do it. You know, mm. I don't like people touching me anyway. Mm. But don't feel like you obligated to me because I'm a sex worker. Right. Wait, so now for like the private bachelor parties, oh, sorry, bachelorette parties. Mm -hmm. Now there's videos and online of like male strippers go to these parties, you know, you know, and they let loose women will come and, you know, do acts on them, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So could women get that service from you if they paid you more? Yeah, were you selling yeah, dick? Yeah, it's happening. Oh, I sell dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> sale, nigga. Wait, so how often would that happen, though, that a girl would want to sell right now? Nigga. <laughs> the cash sale is ready. Would, would they, they want to take you out back? Like, would, like how mm -hmm. often would that happen? No, it don't happen at the club. Oh, okay. It doesn't happen in the club. You, they get well, your number? Uh, yeah, you'll get my number. We'll talk or we'll do things. Like, a lot of times, like I say, it's another form of, like, pimping. Because usually during the, your job during the week when you're a male dancer is to call these women and talk to them take them on dates take your ass to the gym that's your job because you only dance friday and saturday mm. Mm. so your job during the week is to make sure they feel good all week so when they get their check on friday or whatever they want to come spend it on you wow wow it's so crazy hearing it from a dude perspective because you've heard infinity girls yeah. who don't really want to admit it but yeah. that's damn near basically what their lifestyle is like right? right yeah a lot of people don't want to tell the truth man yo who's your demographic like who was out here buying a dick like mm -hmm. older white women, older black women, you know, like younger women. Dude, you, it's never, you don't know. I mean, to be honest with you, it's whoever feels that they really want to spend the money for it. Because a lot of women feel obligated to dick already. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So they like, nigga, I ain't giving you no money for no dick. It's dick everywhere. Yeah, but my dick ain't. Right. <laughs> so if you're not going to give me my motherfucking money, bitch, you ain't giving no dick. I don't give a fuck what I, I don't go do pornos for free. No, that's true. So what the fuck am I going to fuck they, for they're, free? they're used to guys like paying and, and yeah. dying to fuck them their whole life. And then they finally meet a high value man who is basically like, nah, this shit ain't just going off the shelf for free. True. And then I try to swear to God, you, they'll jump in your inbox, bro, and be, oh, I love you. Anything I can do, whatever I want to do, what to do. Drop my deposit. Oh, I ain't paying for no dick. Well, bitch, you just said anything. Yeah, What's the right. standard going rate these days? Um, everybody's different. I don't know. Me, I'm depending if I got to. I hate to travel, so I always charge more when I got to travel. Okay. Yeah. But usually for like me, I'm like, I deposit 2500 Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, I'm like, give me 2500 That's a deposit. So a to know you serious. And a, then I need a, another 2500 A, a decent-looking chick, not hideous but not super hot, says that she wants you to do a house call on the way home from this interview, wants you to stop by. You got to spend an hour for her, 2500 minimum. Uh, I mean, if she's if she's bad, it's a little bit different. It depends on how <laughs> yeah, if it's easier that. for me, and I don't really got to do too much. Right, mm -hmm. want a quick hour? Yeah, just drop me the just drop me the thousand or fifteen hundred deposit. And just give me the thousand. What I get? Yo, knock it down right, right. quick. Fire. So when when you say do too much, so that means like each female has different requests. So what was yeah. like the most unusual request, like the strangest request? Now I have something in my mind, but I'm not gonna say. But nah, it's, it's some <laughs> shit. Bro. It's, it's it's a lot of shit. It's but, people minds are freaky as fuck. Like mm -hmm. what? And disgusting. they look at you as where mm -hmm. they're gonna do all the shit that they yeah, can't like, do with their husband. Then or I'm whatever. like, I don't do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, nah, just you get crazy requests, man. You got a lot of that cuckold shit is crazy. Really? Yo, so the husband wants to sit in the corner and watch? They like to watch, or they want you to, to, to nut on a girl's face and they want to eat it off. Oh, oh Lord. shit like that, like wild shit, bro. Like come in her pussy so I can suck it out. Like, but is that weird for you? Do you mind when there's a fucking 50 year old white guy sitting on the couch watching? I fucking don't even pay attention. I'm zoned out because I'm so used to being in on set. Mm -hmm. Like if they mm -hmm. over there, that's cool. It's like, but I am attentive. Like to them, it's like, okay, well, what you want me to do to her? Mm -hmm. Like, tell me what you want me to do. And a lot of them. Like, I got one client, he don't even like to, he just peek in and out. Like, he'll go, he'll be in his phone the whole fucking time and be over there. Then he'll walk in and look like this and then walk the fuck back out. <laughs> I'm in there telling her ass up and just doing what she want. And then that's cool because he can't handle her sex drive. So. Right. 
So when when weekend. did you start to transition out of the the uh, the stripping shit and start doing porn? Um, it kind of I stayed in it both for a long time. Even like my first five years of porn, I was still dancing too. Okay. Because I wanted all in strip revenues. Um, but it was always just porn, 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 porn. I just kind of got tired of dancing. I got bigger and I didn't feel like working out. <laughs> like I could just pull my dick out on set. Right. <laughs> I can be fat on set yeah. with this dick. I can be fat. He asked you this question earlier, but yeah, when did you realize that you were actually like really well in doubt? Because I remember being like 13 and like wondering, like, is, is my dick big or yeah. is my dick small? You always I don't know. I haven't seen many dicks. I mean, you always experiment when you were a child. You know, mm-hmm. when you alone by yourself all the time, you'd be reading, you know, you're looking at books and movies and shit right. like that. You're looking at the porno magazines. You're like, whoa. What the fuck is this? I'm way bigger than this right. dude. <laughs> I was measuring shit when I was like seven, eight years old. I was already wow. going and measuring, trying to see. And, and it, you know, you keep track of how it's growing, how you're growing. Mm-hmm. You just kind of want to know. And it was like, I guess, I don't know, man, around the age. You know, when I lost my virginity. Yeah, how old were you? 11 on my 11th birthday. Uh-huh. Mm. And the girl needed my, to go to the hospital my, my afterwards? No, nah, it was my 19-year-old babysitter. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. I'm, her name, Keisha. Did she know you were packing? <laughs> she found out. <laughs> she found the fuck out that day at the movie theater. <laughs> you fucked her at the movie theater? Yeah. Like what inside movie? the movie? Yeah. Like she kind of wanted, wanted to fuck me more because it's like, you know, she been babysitting a nigga. So it was what it was, and I was like, I'm a bit. I was a bigger kid. Like if I showed you when I was young, I didn't look like no kid. Yo, she's yeah. an abuser. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of <laughs> looked like about that later. I was like, Keisha, Keisha Weinstein. <laughs> we got locked her yeah. ass up. <laughs> I still remember the day. We gonna, it was it was Keisha, mm-hmm. and uh, she was a neighborhood girl on the block. Hazel eyes, was real pretty. It's funny when I seen her when I was older, nigga. She was a prostitute. Wow, and she was like strung out and shit. It was crazy. I was like, no, I was gonna marry you. You know, how you want to marry the first girl you fuck forever. Yeah. Like, and you still think of her as being like, way like more that. special than she yeah, is. Yeah, and it wasn't. But now nah, when she did it, she was like, let's take. Um, I remember she had me finger banging her in the car one day when mom was driving. It was wild shit, bro. Um, it was at the movie theater on my birthday. My, my mom was like, take take your sister to the bathroom, and I'm like, Keisha was like, nah, I don't take your sister. Just me and you go. And I'm like, all right. So we went to the to the bathroom. We went to another movie theater. Fucking rush hour was playing. It was a Friday. Wow. It was a Chris Tucker movie. I forgot. That's legendary. Um, and then she had on this royal blue and white striped dress, and then she like pushed me up against the wall, pulled her dress up, and then like took my dick and slid it in. She was like, "Damn, your dick big." <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and that's when I kind of knew. Then it was like boom. But then I remember I was fucking, and she said, "No, nothing." And I said, "She said, well, I said, what's that?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't fuck no nothing. Holy shit. Okay, so was it like the first time you did porn? Uh. Well, was it the, like the first time? Yeah, I did? like how, how'd you go about getting into it? Well, like I said, I never, I didn't pursue it. It pursued me. It found me. Like mm. Sky Black introduced me to it. Introduced right. me to what to Terry Burton at West Coast Productions. Shout out to Terry. It's the beginning of my career. Shout out to Sky. Mm. Um, they, and, and to Diana DeVoe as well. Diana DeVoe is a big influential part in my career. She's a legend porn star too, director. Um, they brought me around it and was like. You can do this shit. And I'm like, this ain't what I really want to do. They were like, well, at the time, you know, I'm taking care of my mom. So that's what I'm thinking about. They mm-hmm. like, well, you ain't got to do it for a long time. Just do it, you know, to take care of you can take care of right now. But that, the hustler in me was like, so I did my, remember the night before my first scene, Sky took me over to Diana DeVoe's house. And I remember it was Diana DeVoe was there. It was at her house. Her her husband at the time was Johnny Depp, the porn star. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, not the porn. No, nah, Johnny Depp. Not ever heard. Yeah. Johnny Depp was a, a big dude back in the day. Okay. Uh, Johnny Depth? Depp. Depth. Yeah, Depp. Depth. Ah, Johnny Depth. The dreads, <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was a girl over there named Fetish Fatale, a light skinned, green eyed bitch. Pretty little girl. Um, and we was over there just chopping it all up. So Diana DeVoe took me upstairs and was like, get your dick hard. Huh? 
She was like, get your dick hard. Okay, so I took my shit off, and I got my dick hard, and then she was like, well, damn. <laughs> damn. What the fuck? She said, how old are you? I said, I just turned 20. She said, Mm-mm. She took some pictures of me. She said, went upstairs and talked. She said, you able to get your dick hard right in front of me when I said that. She said, um, you're 20? She said, no one in porn has a dick like that at that age and get their dick hard on command. Really? Um, and so she sat, took me downstairs in front of everybody. She showed me the positions and how I should do them. She said, your first scene is tomorrow. You already fuck your girl, but this is how you fuck for a camera. Mm. And this is what helped me a lot. This is what most dudes never understood in porn either, why they weren't ever really good when mm. they're not really good now. They don't mm. know angles. Mm. Gotcha. They don't know how to open up. They just get in some pussy and just hump on. They be close. Like, show this. People want to see this shit showed off. And that's what I learned from her. First, she got in the art. She said, how you do doggy? She did doggy. And I put my hands. So she said, see, that's where you fuck up. Move this hand. There's mm. a camera right here. Move this hand. So you ever notice when people look weird in porn? Like there's a hand yeah, up here. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing that. Yeah. Here, or there's one over here. Yeah. So you can be open. You can see. And that's how, you know, I had to learn how to fuck outside of that better. And that's what made me better. And then even some some white boys taught me a bunch of shit. Like about that. Uh, Michael Stefano. Okay. John Strong. Mm. Uh, Mr. Pete. Mm-hmm. Um, Maya Forever. I watched them. Because then they told me, she even, Diana Blow told me this. She said, watch the white boys. They have half of your dick. <laughs> and they can, you can see, and you can see everything that they're doing. So, right. if you can put, move your hands out a certain way or arch your body a certain way, yeah. she said you'll kill everything. Because a lot of times in real life sex, you kind of get your dick all the way in there, yeah. and then you move it back and forth, but you're not yeah. doing the full in and out. And yeah. then once you start start shooting porn, you start to realize. And for me, it's kind of a challenge because it's it's harder to not nut. When you're doing the full in yeah. and out, you know it's like yeah. it, it. You feel it a lot more, but for the camera, you got to show that. That's what they yeah. want to see. And they, they want to see the thing. That's the thing about it. It's like I got signed on my first contract about ten days into porn. Yeah, with West Coast Productions. Wow. Um, so they—that's what always happens. Is that if a dude comes on the on the scene and he's really talented, they try, talented, like, they they try to, to get you exclusive him up right, right away. They right? take him up right away, and they had never seen nobody like me, so uh, they snatched me the fuck up quick. They gave me, they offered me some bullshit contract first. Mm. And mm. me, I just have more intelligence about myself when it comes to money mm-hmm. and knowing who I am and what I bring to the table. Plus, Diana told me, she was like, nigga, don't sign for nothing less than this. Porn ain't never seen nobody like you. Wow. She was like, don't sign for nothing less than this. But so then, what, you asked them for more, more money? When they, when they offered me that contract, I told them what I wanted. Mm. And they was like, oh, you'll never get that. They was like, man, nigga didn't get that. <clears throat> Mr. Marcus didn't get that. Lex didn't get that. And mm. I said, well, I'm not none of them. I'm Rico. Right. Mm. And about six days later, they bought that contract. Wow. <laughs> it was for what I wanted. And so how much are you obligated to shoot at that point? Well, for that contract, I had to do 14 scenes a month. Okay. Um, and I got a check on the 1st uh, for 6000 <coughs> and I got a check on the 15th for 6000 Right. Wow. And that was for a year, exclusive contract. So all of a sudden, you're living good. Because this is back then, too, so that's yeah. a lot more money. That yeah. was, yeah. It was... I was living good, you know, I was making my money, I had my own place and my stuff was good, but then when you get that type of money at a 20, as a 20 year old, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, that's a $140,000 contract. Mm-hmm. You start wilding out? Not really, I kind of always was used to having money because mm-hmm. of the way I hustled when I was young, being a dancer, and then I was robbing shit, I always had money. But I did do different things. I moved my mother into another mm-hmm. place in a nicer area, moved, moved her to Bellflower, mm-hmm. got a nice townhouse, mm-hmm. um, had a car club. Had my Camaro, then I ended up buying me a Tahoe right off fresh off the lot. You know, back then it was uh, when the hot boys was like stock shit stink. Mm. So I, <laughs> yeah. went, I went to Chevrolet, they bought a brand new, the whole car still wrapped in plastic. Give me that one. Oh man. And drove it, took it off the lot, nigga, took it right to the motherfucking uh, the floor master shop, put pipes on it. They and had the stretch PT Cruiser. 
<laughs> when you look back at the fucking uh, cribs that they did, yeah, that they, shit was crazy. They had a stretch mm-hmm. PT cruiser and like all this like insane shit. Was and in the Twitter caption when I saw this reposted was like, literally all of this is worth nothing now. Nothing, which nothing. is a pretty good point, bro. I swear to God, to you, my Tahoe that I had that same Tahoe, I put my video and audio system in that car alone was nineteen thousand. Wow, I had fifteen TVs in that bitch, twenty-seven inch screen, car wow. shows, all that shit. I did, I did the dub, so I wanted the dub, so I did all that shit. What oh, year wow. is this? This was. Oh, five or oh, six, man. Seven. You feel like you were doing that to get more girls? Or you were just doing it, it to just flex on motherfuckers. That's when we had Crenshaw. That's when we had you know the mm-hmm. car club days. We was mm-hmm. all on Crenshaw all day. So that's what we was doing it for when all the car club was out there. But did like, you feel like you wanted to stunt too because there had never yeah, yeah. like like that's such a rare like people are used to rappers, drug dealers, whatever. But to yeah. be a male porn star who's like and that really was a, that was a bigger thing for me. It was mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I brought that the, basically I brought hip hop really to porn more like the rapper style looking of a dude yes, sir. and the gangster style looking of a dude to porn besides mm-hmm. Wesley because Wesley had the. the the scare you nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Me, I'm not the really the scare you look type. Yeah. Nigga. I'm kind of nigga that you can understand fly. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, the fly one. And that's what I always brought the point. If you ever looked up at me when I was in porn back in the day, I was always mm-hmm. dressed nice, always was accordingly. And the women always, oh, Rico, you always smell good. You always did. You're very articulate. You know what I'm saying? But don't play with my money because that's when you get choked the fuck out in here. Yeah. And I've had people do that. <laughs> and they, I didn't have to have that happen. But speaking of, like you say, you're trying to present yourself a certain way. Did you ever experience discrimination in porn? Oh, porn is one of the most racist fucking industries in the world. Speak on it. Do you, has it <laughs> but I also want to know. Yeah. Now versus back then, how much has it changed? It ain't changed. They're more bold with it now. Back then, they used to hide the racism. <laughs> now they tell you in your fucking face they don't fucking like you, fucking nigger. <laughs> oh, man. They just straight at you with that shit. But now. it's a weird dynamic because the black dick is the most in demand thing, that, but then you also that feel like. And gay shit. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing that they're trying to push onto a lot of the more masculine. Yeah. Porn stars now. If you see a lot of that shit now, bro, it's a lot of shit that we didn't do back in the day. Mm. It's a lot of the dudes that's doing the crossover shit that this shit is frowned upon on this side. And that's not me. I'm not homophobic at all. I love everybody. Yeah. But it's not for you. Don't push that agenda on me because oh, your coworker doing. It. I don't give a fuck what my coworker doing. That's not me. Mm. Just because he comfortable with it don't mean I am. He not from where I'm from. Right. He can't do what I do. I can't do what the fuck he do. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not putting toys in my ass and fingers up my butt, and then I'm gonna go back to the hood to talk to my niggas or go somewhere else. People look upon me differently because I've been in this industry coming up for 19 years. You feel me? So okay, so do you consider I guess like ass eating gay? <clears throat> no. Uh, okay. I like my ass eh? Wait, I just frequently got into it like like the last like year with my OnlyFans because I never did it in my. In but my you used to think it was weird. Before. I did. The world has changed. Kind of. I thought it was like demasculating mm. and I wasn't I had to figure out a way that I was comfortable with it because yeah. even still there's certain ways some dudes do it mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't like Throwing the legs yeah up I, can't, shit. I can't put the legs back behind my head bro what about being on all fours <laughs> no hell no that's weird okay yeah I'm not I'm not getting on all no fours. but bro do you feel like so you're saying that the fingers that's gay but like the ass eating is not but do you feel like you're kind of like I don't want to be I, I guess trying to convince yourself that yo that you know that maybe I crossed the line I that's where I draw the line too I ain't trying nah, to finger I don't want to be penetrated at all bro like <laughs> I, I mean Tucker's penetrating you right huh the Tucker's penetrating you she, bro, she, it ain't going in. she's staying outside okay she <laughs> <laughs> washed the window you she's don't break outside it. <laughs> nigga she ain't going in there you know what I'm saying but how much they pay you for your first ass uh, well <laughs> it's on OnlyFans now well, I've never done it for nobody else besides what I own on my OnlyFans. Right. It's That's certain smart. shit that I've ever mm. done. And now that I'm like my OnlyFans and shit, I've had my OnlyFans coming up two and a half years. Yeah. Um, it was the, That's where I said I'll do stuff at because then I own it. You that's make way more money doing OnlyFans now? Fuck yeah. Really? 
because change the game. The thing about it is it did change the game to where you own it because even in porn, like a lot of people don't know if what other contract is you don't own your your your, your work. Mm-hmm. When I go work for a company, I make what I make that day. I don't get residuals, I don't get no backup, so I have to continue to work. And that's why girls shoot shit like Lana Rhodes, yeah. who, and then she ends up resenting it and hating the fact that she did it. But still, if you go to Pornhub right now, there's going to be a crazy ass photo of her on an ad views. on the side. Yeah. yeah. And they a do that. And we don't, and we don't get money from that shit, bro. Like, girls need I'm to know that before them. they get in the game, you know? They do that. It's like, it's a lot more coming out now. And I tell people all the time, like, fuck the companies. Like, you can use the companies for certain exposure mm-hmm. that you need, but focus on your brand now because now we have the control as, as, as performers. Do you still shoot? Uh, for other people, or you if just they, shoot for yourself? When they call, it's been slow. I ain't shot in three months. Oh, okay. But, mm-hmm. you know, I make my money on OnlyFans. I can, I can fuck my girl and put that up there. I can do content with other people. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then it's easier. It's like a lot of girls that are coming into the industry now, they want to reach out because it's not toot my own horn, but they want to come work with the GOAT because it's like they know when you come do a certain type of scene with me, what my, my fan base brings along with what I'm going to bring to the table. Of course. And along with how the scene is going to look. Well, okay, I was I was telling you before that I was watched this podcast with Dread that uh, TT Boy did with License and Skill on it, mm-hmm. and I had never really realized that from the perspective of the performers, there's very much like a heavyweight belt of the BBC that's kind of been like handed down <laughs> over the years, yeah. where there's just like du- the, there's like dudes who just are considered to be like the epic, yeah. most epic dick of that era. Yeah. yeah. There's there's eras of that. Do you care about that? Are you involved in this? I mean, it's funny to me because I'm in I've been in all the eras. Mm. Mm. Like, I mean, to me, I almost don't feel like I'm the goat. Okay. Because who better than me? So besides my brother Prince. Is Dread bigger? I mean, I don't, don't matter who's it don't matter who's bigger. Yeah. It don't matter who's better. Mm. Who's more consistent? Who has that type of look? I mean, some people can get their recognition from the companies that they work for that put them on with their traffic. Yeah. But then if I go outside and you ask 20 people who Dread is, maybe seven of them will know. But if you mm. go ask who I am, 19 of them will know. Gotcha. Mm. And where I'm respected at is not just the hood. I'm respected on the white side and the foreign country, everything. He is too. No, no knocking him. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? He, you know, I like Dread. Dread is a dope performer. Mm-hmm. But you gotta understand too, he coming in. In his forties, mm. he did. He's only been in this. Yeah. He's only been in this industry. I think coming up on what four or five years, maybe now, maybe. Gotcha. I'm coming up on twenty. Well, nineteen. Excuse me. Wow. So, and I'm thirty-seven years old. Okay, okay, okay. Give me your pitch, though. As if somebody says, "Yo, Lexington Steel," you're not fucking with him. Give me your pitch for why you are. You know, I, I guess the goat over Lexington Steel. I love. Steel. I love Lex. Yeah. Lex is an amazing performer. He was in before me, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> he even shot me a couple times for his company, Mercenary, back in the day. Yeah. But it's just. It's, I'm always gonna feel how I feel. Like when it comes to this industry, you know, I look at shit like how you look at basketball. Mm. You got Michael Jordan, and you got LeBron, and you got Kobe. Gotcha. So I'm LeBron. That's my my age, my era. Mm-hmm. Besides you know just the size, what contributes to somebody being a goat in this well, game? The fan base. The mm-hmm. fan base. That's the, important. The, yeah. the, mm-hmm. the, the, your your body of work. Mm. Just how prolific. Have you pro- shot? 20,000 scenes over 1,000 scenes, then yeah. mm-hmm. you're, what, yeah, you're what, killing it. Yeah, what is your work? What are you doing? What is it? How is it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the, the body of work, the girls you're working with, you know, their stature. Like, you name almost any girl, maybe probably about maybe only 20 of them I haven't touched. And that's mm-hmm. in the recent mm-hmm. years. Like, but if you name any of the, the, the legends, the iconics, who did them? Mm-hmm. I did. 
and they're still around now. I mean, I've done the Belladonna's and the Riley Reeds, and I'm the first black dude to fuck Mia Khalifa. Do I get credit for that? Nope. Mm. Isn't that a weird <laughs> part of it that like the girls become super famous and like you do get credit as a dude, yeah, but, but in a way like you're kind of anonymous? Mm-hmm. Like, what's that like like for you? I don't. I don't discredit it, and I don't look down upon it. You know, I was there to do a job. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm there to make the girl comfortable. I'm there to make the, the director comfortable mm-hmm. and get their product done. And I want to look good doing it. And I want to, you know, push levels. I want to make a girl feel something she's never felt before while I'm there. So you can't forget me. Mm. Besides, besides your girl, who's obviously can't be in this discussion. Yeah. What's the greatest pussy you've ever gotten mm-hmm. in this industry? Have you ever answered that question with your girl? <laughs> I think, I have think you? Adam has, right? Did you? I might have to do some thinking. I might have to redo a few of those <laughs> yeah. threesomes, get, get another taste to make <laughs> a go, real qualified discussion. Uh-huh. Man. Oh, shit. Besides my girl. Because, mm-hmm. you know, me and my girlfriend, we've been together nine months now. She's been oh. dry, putting me through hell. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm in love, so it is what it is. That's why I know it's real, because I fire yeah. bitches like it ain't nothing. <laughs> I keep going back to this one, and she keep coming back, boy. Not fucked. Yeah, so um, it'd be a better if you could break it down into category. Okay, Maybe who's two. the best black? Okay, that's better. Black pussy. <clears throat> if you break it down into that, because that's kind of got to separate that shit sometimes. You have buns forever, man, so. I did. Buns <laughs> so got you got to. Buns got some fire. Buns got some fire. Yeah. Buns got five. Damn, I see. Can I do top five? Sure. Uh, uh, sure top, five. top five better? Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Okay. Top five. Okay. I'm not going to put it in the order, mm-hmm. but definitely uh, Tiana Trump. Woo! Mm. Uh, it's, uh, the head go. Uh, she changed the game. It's going to be Pinky. Uh, okay. Legendary. Um, Man, it's, it's some. It's, you know what's funny? It's some girls who didn't get a lot of pub that should have got more from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, definitely going to have to say Sky Black. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Um, it's just one chick I remember. She was, it was a chick named America mm. that a lot of people probably won't remember. And it was Havoc. Wow. Damn, it's a, man, it's some, dude, I done did over 10,000 scenes, bro. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> like, That's kind of like one of those ultimate titles, right? Because yeah. like, I saw a Vlad interview that was viral with T.T. Boy from back in the day where he said that he fucked 10,000 girls. Yeah. I, I fucked over 10,000 girls yeah. in my lifetime. I've been fucking since my 11th birthday. You keep track in I, any way? Well, I did in high school. I fucked over 3,000 girls before I got out of high school. What? What? Yeah, I was smacking. That's like every girl in Long Beach. <laughs> Long Beach, Carson, Gardena, Cerritos, Norwalk. What's your secret, 3,000? That's yeah. insane. Yeah, because like... That's like 300 a year if you lost yeah. your virginity at well, eight. <laughs> Dude, I was, boy, I'm telling you, when I got Love my it. first taste, I was like cracked to me, nigga. I was at before school, during school. Where were you meeting girls? School. School. School, Black Planet. You, I know my your space. school didn't have 3,000 girls, and you had to have some other schools. It was other schools. It was a, <laughs> What's I your was, secret, though? Like, how did you, like, because at 17 years old, you don't got, got that much money, I'm assuming. You nah, feel me? You know, you know, you're not. I was kind of a different type, but I'm telling yeah. you, bro, like, I've been popular my whole life. Damn. Like, I've been popular. Like, so even when I came into porn, it wasn't. Of that pop, that shit was like, mm, nigga, where the money at? Yeah, like, cause I've gotcha. always been popular. I always had money. I have, I fucking had a car and apartment at fifteen that no one even knew. My mama didn't even know about. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That I went and bought on my hustle on my own because I was mm. really walking around with two, three thousand dollars in my pocket at high school. I paid for my whole prom, nigga, in ones. 
<laughs> in a strip club. I was stripping in a 21 and over club when I was 15. Wow. 15? Yeah. Wow. They weren't doing a very good job checking ID, I guess? Well, we, we, went on Alvar- we had the Alvarado IDs back then. What's that mean? Remember the, the IDs you get from downtown? No. <laughs> the illegal IDs? <laughs> yeah. okay. You remember that? The hood. You know, he does not <laughs> nah, remember. Nah, he's from North Dakota. <laughs> Yeah, Everybody that's really from LA know yeah. or LA Cali Long Beach Company, when you need a fake ID, you went on Alvarado and got up there. Yeah. Wow. They was like a hundred bucks and they would pass. But then too, I didn't look young. I got you. Like, mm. I'm pull up a picture. I'm gonna show you what I looked like when I was like 16, bro. You're gonna be like, nigga, why was you that big? <laughs> like, <laughs> I literally right. took everything. I was taking everything, like in high school. I was taking Ooh. everything legal from GNC. Rip fuel, glutamine, Damn. amino acids, protein, fucking andro. All of that shit. I was on all of that shit every day. You still uh, super into fitness? I've, I've actually, <clears throat> I've taken off the last 10 months. I've kind of been going through like a depression and stress thing. Really? Wow. So, um, talk about it. I just kind of like lost my, you know, the drive for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost had, I had a slight sponsorship from Become Nutrition. Um, and I was rocking with them really heavy and I was doing really good, but then I kind of fell into a slump. Uh-huh. Um, I lost one of my houses. I lost my house, and then I kind of just like, it's been kind of like an up and down thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going to come out, I'm going to shake off that shit. No, definitely, man. So, if you look here, this is me at 15. Oh, shit. It looks like a professional bodybuilder. It actually kind of looks like Cisco yeah. with the hair, too. Yeah, it was Cisco back in the day. That's, when, <laughs> that's how I was getting all the bitches, because Cisco was hot then. Really? So, I'm dying my hair blonde and got a belly ring, and so all the bitches that couldn't get to Cisco <laughs> yeah. could get to me. You definitely got bitches, bro. No, <laughs> like, no homo, you definitely got bitches. I mean, it's fucking ripped. So, that was me at 16. Jesus. All tatted up and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I already had tattoos. I had like nine tattoos already in high school. Bro, yeah, yellow fucking wow. braids before Lil Dirk by like 30 years. Yeah. Wow. What the fuck? And so that was me at, at 17. You, Yo, see, you see the date on the prom picture. Oh, you was dripping. Yo, Holy I know your shit. dick game was good back then, bro. <laughs> I was drinking Cisco and Super <laughs> You was freaky, back bro. Then, you, you, you was free. Yo, question for you, right? So you talk about uh, Pinky, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, listen, man, it's been bad for Pinky in the last couple of years, right? <laughs> Not really. Is Rico Strong gonna bring Pinky back, bro? Or are you gonna like save Pinky career, bro? Pinky, Pinky, what do you mean save her career? Yo, so Pinky just went viral, folks clowning her, you know, her, you know, you know, I guess like looking out of shape now. I mean, she's you know, yeah, she's 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 older, she's comfortable with herself in her life. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? It ain't about what everybody else thinks or what they feel. Everybody's gonna yeah. judgment you on everything. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? It's like Pinky living her life. She happy. She got her money. Trust me. Oh, wow. I okay. know that for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, her money is good. I mean, I put Pinky in some of her first scene. If you go back, mm-hmm. when I was directing back then, I put her in her first movie. It was Rico Strong's Red Bones. Mm. When I was on, I was contracted to Black Ice. That was my second contract. Okay. Mm. I'm the only male performer ever to have five contracts. Oh, wow. Black or white. Wow. You yeah. know, um, and I put her in uh, Rico Strong Red Bones. I put her on the cover. Mm-hmm. And then when I got my third contract was with uh, Red Light District and Platinum X, I put her on the cover of this movie called Hella Butt because she was from the Bay. You know, everybody from the Bay say hella. Mm-hmm. This was in 2009 before shit was even niggas even thinking like that. That's how my mind always went. That's a real, bro, yeah. you know that's a saying? real gutter shit. Yeah, real iconic yeah. shit. I did a movie called Rico Strong's Backshots before niggas was even saying backshots. Uh, I was saying that pre-2010. Pioneer. Like, niggas' minds ain't even how minds was when it came to this porno shit because mm-hmm. I always thought differently for the future. The trailblazer. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, nah, but Pinky always going to be good. She's blessed. Um, but, but is it weird when, like, occasionally, well, now it happens all the time, but, like, when a, a girl just kind of elevates to a certain level where all of a sudden everybody knows about her, mm-hmm. Mainstream wise, where all of a sudden everybody in hip hop was talking about hip uh, about Pinky for a while. Like yeah. She was that yeah. for that era. She is that. It's like she's she's gonna be that. Tiana's gonna be that. Skin Diamond's gonna be that. Sky's been that. Cherokee's been that. Um, we have a lot of girls now. You have a lot of the um, the other girls now. The white girls. You got a lot of the girls that are on that side now that are they're being talked about everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Um, and it's amazing to see. Because even yeah. like six years ago, when I first had Riley Reed on this podcast, mm-hmm. I just remember people acting like it was some crazy shit for me to be having like a serious conversation with a porn star, you mm-hmm. know? They want you and, to say stupid shit like, we're not human, we can't talk. Right, <laughs> but, but nowadays it's like every fucking YouTube channel that I look at, I see them doing content with all these porn girls exactly. and it's like totally fucking normalized, which is I think mm-hmm. largely due to OnlyFans where it's just more accessible for girls to get yes. into it and everything, yeah. but the the world has changed a lot. But let's be real, they're copying off of you, bro. So <laughs> Let's just be real. <laughs> hey. I walked so they could run. Right, <laughs> it's the same thing I did. Man, I, niggas don't want to toot, you know, don't want to give me my props all the time, but I honestly kind of really don't give a fuck because I know what I did. Of course. You know, I made it proper to even have tattoos in this industry as a black man working for, working for white companies. Mm. Of course. You know what I'm saying? They didn't, they frowned upon that shit. They didn't frown upon a black man with tattoos. They thought it was ghetto. Now, the, now, now it's sexy. Now it's sexy yeah. to have tattoos and, and, and have that in piercings in your face and things like that. What, what's the current status of the status quo where a girl will like, not sleep with black guys or will like expect more money to sleep with black guys that, that used to be like written in stone back in the day now no, what's the truth what, what, what's the it's state the of truth. that it's, it ain't changed i mean really? you got girls if you go on the websites if you go on to the agencies the companies and stuff it'll say no ir Mm. Ooh, no, wow, it'll, really? it'll say no interracial. Like she doesn't do it. Now, that doesn't mean that she's racist. It could mean that her boyfriend don't want to work at her family. I've heard all the fucking stories. Uh. You know what I'm saying? But then it's fucked up because, you know, let me tell you some real shit about this shit. Let me tell you some real shit. I get that bottle again off the t- off that top of that refrigerator. Uh huh. Um, this is one of the things that I've always had an issue with in porn too, mm-hmm. because I hate that no IR shit. Put any in. Put no niggas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put that up there. You feel me? I'd rather you put no niggas up there because there's a lot of other. Let me get this. I'm, just, I'm sipping and talking. <laughs> yeah, I got you, brother. You got it? Sorry, let me know. Um, that shit is important to me, and I like to talk about that mm-hmm. because what they do do is they, they, it's not no offense to nobody, but they do give the white girls more money to fuck a black dude. Mm-hmm. Like, say if the white girl's boy girl rate, that's just boy girl. Mm-hmm. I rate twelve hundred. Now, if it says boy girl I R, now she's getting seventeen hundred. Mm-hmm. So you get more money to to take a black dick, but then if the white boy fuck you, you get twelve hundred. Mm-hmm. How many porn fans do you think are really like, oh, I don't, I don't like that girl. She shoots with black guys. Like, oh, a lot, a lot. There's a lot of fans lot who of feel that, that way, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of them who love it but won't admit it. Really, mm. and that's the thing too. They they don't, they won't admit it. You feel me? So it's it's a lot of that. And then, too, the other fucked up part of it is, thank you, bro. Um, they don't. Um, it's not the same for black girls, black women. Mm-hmm. It's not. Like, because she's doing interracial now. Mm-hmm. So now if a black girl has to fuck white dude, there isn't, she doesn't get paid no extra. There is no, no IR. It's mm-hmm. IR, though. Mm-hmm. But she don't get paid no extra for it. And people don't get that. Like, I don't get paid no more money to fuck a white girl than I do to get to fuck a black girl. Mm-hmm. Same amount of money. That's but true. then, see, even with me, even when I came in the industry and changed, I charged more to do different things. What most niggas wasn't doing, because most niggas are so happy to get some buzzy. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, I know what these motherfuckers is making off of me and what they doing. So, but then a lot of people can't hold their weight. You feel me? You can't, do, you can't do what I do. You can't mm-hmm. do this shit day in and day out for a year straight with no days off twice a day. Facts. So we'll, I could say, so I could say, Oh, well, oh, you need me to do anal? Oh, yeah, I need 300 more dollars on top of my check. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, well, I got to do DP, so another nigga got to be this close to me 
oh, I need $500 more on my check. Effects. And I used to get that shit. Effects. Truth is is right doing off. DP weird? I'm kind of past the situation of it now. When it first started, the year it was a little odd. I had yeah. to get used to it. But then what it is is in the industry, a lot of us pick who we choose to work with. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's like, oh, I only, because a lot, now it's definitely weird because <laughs> these new niggas is, they don't know body etiquette. Yeah. They don't know how to hold their weight up, keep your fucking dick off of me, keep your balls off of me. Yeah. Like, they don't know how to move or they just too comfortable with certain things. Some of them niggas is, is probably bi or sneak, whatever the fuck. But mm-hmm. I know, like, for instance, of people like my, my caliber, like my brother Prince, we would only do our scenes together. Like me, Prince, Wesley, Isaiah Maxwell, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Lex, and Rob Piper. Like we would all do our We would always choose in between each other to do our DPs with. Gotcha. Because we comfortable with each other. So it's like, oh, nigga, you got to see him. Like, who you want to work with? Okay, pick him. Okay, he's not available. Okay, well, pick his ass. And then it'd be like that. It's gotcha. like a brotherhood? Yeah, it's kind of like, because we comfortable with each other. We know mm-hmm. you ain't on no fruity shit. I ain't on no fruity shit. We just come in here and do what we're doing. Right. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, that's legendary. So yeah. that's a lot of things, too. Like, me and Wesley, probably, me and Wesley and me and Prince probably got probably the best DP, especially me and, me and Wesley is the fools. Oh, wow. <laughs> me and Wesley, probably, we just, you, you literally you laugh crazy. like that watching us together. Cause this, he talking shit and I'm talking shit. He calling, mm. hey, yeah, white girl, pow, pow, pow. He slapping out, yeah. slipping little bitches, doing shit. And then, you know, my brother is Prince Yashua, who's, you know, legend in porn as well. Mm-hmm. So we, they call us the DP Kings because wow. that's what we did a lot the most, and we were just really good at it, and nobody could really top our scenes. What about doing double anal and shit? Is I that very seldom ever did it. Really? I've mm-hmm. only done it probably maybe four or five times my whole career. Okay. Yeah. And I really choose not to do that. It's not something I really like doing, but Why? they paid me a lot of fucking money for it when I did do it. Because your dick is touching another dick. It's I mean, kinda, kinda and I'm already not even a big anal freak. <laughs> so yeah. I'm about to do it. Yeah, I'm assuming, because you got like a 13-inch piper, bro. Like You got yeah. like a big-ass dick, so... Yeah. Have you ever had accidents during anal, like somebody, you know, might have... That I hurt somebody? Well, somebody might have shitted on your dick a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, that, that's you know? happened in porn, where it wasn't like yeah. that, but it's like most people prepare. Like, mm-hmm. one thing people got to learn about porno is we are porn stars, so mm-hmm. um, unless a girl's fucking brand new and no one's told her anything, yeah. Um, otherwise, they're prepared. Like, you know, I even know how to tell the girl how to clean her ass out. Damn. Like, I've learned that shit over the years to say, okay, bitch, well, don't eat nothing after 8 o'clock in the evening. Mm-hmm. Take a shit and wake up in the morning, take another shit. You know what I'm saying? Take eat emodium and then enema your ass up, mm-hmm. and then your ass be clean. We had a girl <laughs> on here the other day who told us she was in the middle of a, a eight day fast. Yeah, she had an eight for eight days. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. you definitely got to do anal. Yeah, she goes like, 14. She says huh. Ariana Aiden. Yeah, you ever oh, work with her? I know the black girl Ariana. Yeah, Aiden? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, she was. I started part of her Legend. career too. Yo, bro, listen, <laughs> she's bad. Man. We were all looking at her like, damn. Yeah, she's beautiful. I started part of her, beginning of part of her career too. Shout out to her. She's a beautiful, beautiful girl. I knew her when she first came out from the IE. Mm-hmm. Before any of the, the anything, she just she took over the industry of part two and did her thing. And I'm I'm proud to see that because that she was back around when I was at Black Ice in my second mm-hmm. year of porn and we were doing all those you know black ass orgies yeah. and all those 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 dope ones. Yeah. And I I kind of brought her around and. Um, I brought up so many people around this industry back in the day. And Real then, question. And then they come back again. It's like, yeah. oh, hell yeah, now they're back again and now they can make all their own money. <laughs> right. And I'm like, fuck yeah. I look up uh, Monet Devine. I didn't bring Monet Devine and Monet Devine was already in, but oh, wow. she's back again. You know, looking yeah. fucking amazing, almost in her 40s. Like, girl, yeah. what the fuck are you, what water are you drinking? Because <laughs> you killing the young bitches. Oh, like, man. You killing the young bitches. Like, and she still look young. It's like, man, it'd be so happy to see people yeah. I mean, me, I know a lot of motherfuckers as haters, but I, I love to see people that when we was in our eras, the DVD era, mm-hmm. and we were all super fucking popping mm-hmm. before it was OnlyFans or Instagram or Twitter, when we really built our fan bases naturally. Yeah. 
and to see them come back again, it's just easy for us now because it's like people, they want to see us. And now we link back up and work with each other and do our OnlyFans shit. Mm-hmm. Shit go crazy. I got some scenes coming up soon, nigga, with some of them. Like, I can't oh, wait. Me and Monet definitely doing some shit. Mm. We ain't fucking like 10, 11 years. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be new. Me and Sky going to redo some shit. Um, I haven't spoke with Ariana Aiden uh, lately. I think I seen her on Twitter. I lost my gram. That fucked up a lot of shit when I yeah, lost Yeah, how'd that happen? I seen that. Instagram ain't fucking weird, man. Instagram yeah, just yeah. be deleting everybody for no reason. Wow. They just took my shit off one day. No, you know who I posted? I posted, what's her name? What's that dude, that boy name from Atlanta? I gave him a promo. Um, Gucci, Gucci, little young Gucci dude Who? from Atlanta, a content creator. Oh, a uh, Kignaz? No. No, he was fucking with Tiana. He was dating Tiana. His name is Gucci oh. something. Not sure. Forget. Forgot his name. Gucci Mandingo. I think that's his name. Okay. Okay. And I posted him, and he had a part in the video that I didn't look at where Tiana was stroking the shit through his drawers. Yeah. Um, and they took my page. Damn. damn. And then I look back, I'm like, damn, did that nigga get my page deleted on purpose? <laughs> or did they just take it? Hey, yeah, probably. We got a girl, though, who can help you get it back. Allegedly. We just talked yeah. to a girl who told us that she got her Instagram taken, so she just started fucking Facebook employees until one of them got it back for her. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Nah, she facts. went on LinkedIn and started hunting them down. Yeah. Damn, Damn. that's serious. And my page was at 105. I mean, if I wouldn't have, it's been down nine months. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll probably be at 200K right now if I wouldn't have lost it. But it was very good for me. Like, even being a a veteran, it's like I get to tap in with so many people. I had Mm -hmm. all my celebrity friends on there, all my stuff. No telling what that does. Now I got to start over from fucking scratch. And no one believes it's my page. You're like, because I'm like, like the most catfish dude on Instagram. (laughs) Like, as a dude, like, Uh if you search my fucking name, it's like 50 fucking pages of Instagram. So what is the official one, just so there's no... Uh, It's Rico Strong is back. Gotcha. Regular. That's my that's my my Rico Strong is back is my only Instagram. Mm-hmm. My Twitter is it's me Rico Strong with a Z, and that's the same thing for my OnlyFans. And my Snapchat is Rico Strong is back too. In terms of uh, the average girl in porn that you shoot with, how many of them would you, or what percentage would you put in the category of like cool chick that you like and could kick it with? Mm-hmm. And what percentage is like crazy, toxic, psycho bitch? Man, this boy, that's that's a good fucking story. <laughs> What's your ratio? It's a bunch of them shit, probably shit, eight to two. Eight to two? <laughs> eight, eight to two, two crazy, crazy bitches? psycho bitches and then two cool people. Oh, Damn, man. really? Damn. I've, I've been having a very good experience then on Plug yeah. Talk. I ain't really yeah, because you probably much. don't sit around them that much long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, don't got to be around too long. <laughs> yeah, you see, that's the point. You're not kicking it really with them like that. You yeah. better, you like an hour with their ass and done. Yeah. <laughs> sit around that motherfucker for about five, six hours and kick it with them again the next day or the next day and yeah. hear about what all the shit they got going on and what's oh, going on. Wow. And I see, that's why yeah. I don't do that. Like me, I'm always going to tell you the truth. People be like, Rico, antisocial. I'm like, no, I'm not. I said, I really just don't fuck with porn people like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a street nigga. I hang around gangsters and strippers all the time. Gotcha. So, <laughs> did, have you always remained close to the hood? And, like, is it yeah. still important to you? Has that always been the case? Yeah, that's very important to me. Okay. My hood is where I come from. And then other hoods, like, nigga, like, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Like, mm-hmm. that's my nigga. When I first came into LA, when I was around 2021, I remember Nipsey was selling incense and CDs on the corner of Crenshaw and Slauson. And to see him, you know, where he went to to own everything on that, on all four corners, mm-hmm. it's a blessing. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a stripe to us to show us that what we can do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that shit is prolific, like you say. Mm-hmm. And he was always a solid man. You know, he was cool as hell with me because he's from rolling 60s. I'm from rolling 20s. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. got two brothers from rolling 60s. Right. You feel me? As well, my blood brothers. You feel me? So I've been that they embraced me when I came into LA. Right. You know, I always kicked it in the sixties. Nigga, we all partied together, fought together, did shit together. Yeah. Got my car washed on fifty fourth for Chris Shaw, you know what I'm saying? Like of course. it was always there. And then I stayed in the twenty bloods. Mm. You know. 
always been around it. It ain't gonna change. Yeah. But it's like I tell niggas the same thing, nigga. I ain't where I want to live at. Of course. Because that's how the trouble comes. Because people feel that where they ain't at where you at, where you can't do what they want to do, they want to take from you, or they mm. want to take you from your people. Right. What so, do you think of Crip Mac? He's funny. He's funny. <laughs> he's hella extra though. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> you don't, you don't fuck with being that mm-hmm. that uh, obsessed you with your me. ops and shit. You fight me. Yeah, man. I mean, you he, fight me. He, he's a different type of gangbanger, like you know. Yeah. yeah, he he yeah he's he's one of the niggas that's different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no hate to cuz, but you know. Yeah. That's more of the point of the gangbanger. See me, I'm more of a gangster. Mm. I'm more reserved. I don't need to tattoo the enemies on me and whack them out and do all that. That ain't my thing. Yeah. Because for me, I always thought about it like this, too, nigga. I don't want to be put in the gang file because mm-hmm. I get more time. So you look gotcha. on me, I got 98 tattoos. Nigga, I ain't got one number on me. Gotcha. You feel me? Yeah. Crip Mac <laughs> wants to get into the porn game, though. He keeps telling me he wants to do uh, OnlyFans scene with Lupe. Lupe uh, is the the Mexican lady that he kicks it with. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's his business. I mean, shit, he got a fan base. His shit jumping, he verified. Right. You, you know sign what I'm saying? Him? Huh? Would you usher him into the game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you direct you his sign first Chris back, man? Come on, you got to. <laughs> man, I don't know. I ain't signing nobody. I'm signing my motherfucking self. Right. <laughs> shit, but. Nah, man. man what would be is, your advice to him? Um, keep being him. Mm. But in terms pe- of getting into people porn. Are, people are paying attention to him. <laughs> So whatever he's going to choose to do, people going to watch it. Right. Because he already got the eye of the people now. Yeah. So whatever he chooses to do, if it's idiotic or if it's stupid or if it's smart, they're paying attention to him already. So whatever you choose to do, they're going to watch it. If you start the OnlyFans, we don't know what the fuck Crip Mac going to do on there. They're going to sign up to see. Mm-hmm. We don't know if he's on there going, you're fighting me, fucking that bitch. Of course. You know what I'm saying? We don't know, but well, it's going to be funny at least. He ate jambalaya out of a girl's ass on this podcast. Yeah, see, he could have did that with his OnlyFans. <laughs> right. You know, you could have did that on his OnlyFans, and they would have paid right. for that shit. <laughs> right. People like freaky shit. It's a whole bunch of people in Louisiana who like jambalaya. I ain't never seen it ate out nobody's ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> nah, you're just... <laughs> nigga, I ain't never seen jambalaya ate out nobody's ass. I'd be like, yeah. shit, I gave a nigga $10.99 to watch that. <laughs> now, speaking of Nipsey, though, uh, mm-hmm. like, what's your, I guess, thoughts on the entire drama going on around him, you know, and how people have been speaking on Nipsey's name recently? I don't appreciate nobody speaking on Cud's name. Mm-hmm. And when I hear it, nigga, I check niggas about it. I don't appreciate none of that. Mm-hmm. Like, don't speak on that man. For when he did, he did a lot for this community. He mm-hmm. did a lot for this world. That he was getting ready to do way more. Of course. And he being independent and, and self-making and righteous. That man got kids here. He got a mother here. He got a brother here. Don't be speaking no no bad, no ill will on that man's name. Mm-hmm. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. I went. It's funny because I went viral for mm-hmm. wearing this. You don't know if you've seen it. I was doing a porno scene for Pinky's website uh-huh. and I had a Crenshaw shirt on. Oh, wow. And niggas, it was right after like Nipsey had died and niggas was like, man, I can't even jack off. This porno nigga got on Nipsey's shirt. I can't even. <laughs> and it was funny as hell because it just went viral like all over Facebook and it was like, nigga, I can't even jack off. Nigga, I'm about to cry. Is that why you never got the hood tattooed on you because you never wanted to have like a Hoover jerking off to your scene and then just get <laughs> pissed off and be like, I don't like this dude. No, nah, man, I never really cared about that. I just was always, always thought smarter. I thought, like, you know, how the Italians thought. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Italians, you niggas, you don't ever know what them niggas is doing. Nigga have on a $5,000 suit, nigga, blow your brains out. Exactly. But then you more scared of the nigga who got the rag on his head and hanging out his pocket. Mm. You feel me? I could walk right past the police. They don't pay me no attention. Mm. They don't know who I am. You know what I'm saying? That was always in, in, important to me, even with school. Like, even when I had to lie about shit, I had a 3.8 grade point average. Damn. Because you know what the fuck I was doing in them streets for real. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Fact. But you couldn't prove it. Of course. Because I had backup. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had backup lies. Of course. What are you talking about? I'm a straight-A student. What do you mean? I don't know those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I 
don't know those people. That's why you got to start telling people like, nah, I just pretend to yeah. be a nerd. <laughs> I don't know those people. Right. Yeah, I watch someone like your porn, and you, listen, you do some great work and you go hard, right? Thank you. Is there, and um, you even spoke about pushing the limits. Is there cer certain things that you do in porn that you would never do just, you know, with your bitch just fucking her, like regular off camera? Yeah, yeah, there's some things I wouldn't do. Like that what? I, that I don't do. Like all that shit I used to do for a black payback. That website, Black Payback, I used to work for it when I had to, uh, mm. where I was doing all the um, the throat, the deep throat fucking, the throwing up, and the, the, mm. the fist gagging and all that stuff. Not a fan of that? that shit. Mm. No, I never liked it. And that's what even actually caught me that rape case. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's speak on it, because well, I've seen that too. That's women. what even caught yeah. me with that. And I, I never even liked to do it. But then when you sometimes when you put in a certain predicament in your life and you need the money, and it's not being no offense, white people take advantage of that shit. Yeah. They knew what they needed a big black nigga to do and what they wanted to do on their site. Yeah. They knew where I was at in my life at that moment, and they took advantage of it. Right. Those girls said they were kind of misled into... No, there was no lies, bro. I guess they didn't know they were in the comedy through those <laughs> Nigga, there was yeah. no lies. There was okay. never a lie. Gotcha. There was never a lie. That girl, I don't even want to say her name, but Lee Raven yeah. is a false rape accuser, and she is a liar. Mm. You know? And it was she was my friend at one time, and I really liked her. And gotcha. I, and I liked her wife, and I we were, we were friends. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought, you know. But then sometimes people be your friends because what they can come up off of you because what they can do. I don't know what they ill plot was on me, but I seen it later. Mm -hmm. Because to me to see you be hung from hooks and slapped and get nutted in your eyes and did all of that shit and all this crazy ass shit. Yeah. The scene that we were gonna do was nowhere near that. Of course. But you did all that with all the white boys, and that was cool. But then mm -hmm. I told you, I was trying to put some money in your pocket. When one of the girls canceled, I called you, hey, do you want to come work? Yeah. You test it? Yeah. Okay, well, this is everything on the scene. I explained everything. Hey, there's racial play, there's this, there's that, there's da 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 Yeah. I'm going to give you the production manager's number. The production manager here told her everything into T mm -hmm. of what she had to do and what she was doing. She shows up early, makeup ready, very professional, everything is sweet. We laughing the whole time. Now, the director sits her down and explains everything to her and T. Mm -hmm. Now, lo and behold, um, now we go to set and we're working. Every time we choose to cut, I'm picking her up and giving her water. I don't know if you guys ever seen the behind the scenes footage, no. um, but there's, that's, what thing, that's what saved me because mm -hmm. there was a nanny cam that was on the whole time that never cut off. Mm -hmm. So when she went to the police the next day and lied for rape and assault and went to the hospital and got mm -hmm. a rape kit done and did all that shit after you cast your check, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you raped and you got your you cast your check. Though. Yeah, you know. But since you went to the police, there had to become a serious investigation, <laughs> yeah. and they took over a year to do that. So I get and then you go to Twitter, and then I get slandered and, mm -hmm. and all that. But then on the tape, you see me picking her head up. Here's your water. Here's your towel. She's laughing. She's smiling. Her wife comes. She's laughing and smiling. Her wife brought me candy and juice and shit, like mm. all of that, and. For you to go lie on me and say that I raped you and you were crying while we were having sex never happened. None of that. Like the behind the scenes is still out there. Like they put that shit out as well. You, you mm -hmm. can watch the whole fucking thing. It's three hours long. What do you think she uh, was motivated by to do that to you? Money and attention. And then it's funny because even in the YouTube video that YouTube actually had taken down since the, the day, she had another girl come out and say that I did it to her. And then which the girl mm -hmm. recanted and said that she forced me to, that Leah yeah. forced her to lie with I've her. I've seen that, yeah. Um, and she was like, should I be crying more? What? Bitch, how you gonna ask your wife, should you be crying more? And she wasn't even there. Yeah. And then your wife gets on there and says that, oh, well, she wasn't taking her psychotic meds. So now she's not yeah. taking her medicine and she at work? How Ooh. did that affect you, though? So after Horribly. that. Horribly. 
Wow. So did like uh, like directors stop booking you? And oh yeah. Like that? I was fucked. They tried to blackball me. Wow. Tried to blackball me, but you can't get rid of the goat. That facts. The truth always come out. It, it took me. I was out of work for a year and a half. I fucking jail, um, fucking bail, lawyers, attorney, people, the girl, people talked about me so bad on Twitter. Wow. All uh-huh. the girls are popping up like, oh, yeah, he is aggressive. Yeah, he is this. Oh, he is that. <laughs> when the fuck did all of this come about? Wow. And then any girls that would come to my protection, shout mm-hmm. out like, uh, you know, who jumped up my protection. One of the people I do remember who definitely did was, um, oh, I'm having a brain fart now, like, Jada. Jada Stevens, mm-hmm. she jumped out quick. Like Rico would never do that. What the fuck wrong with y'all? Mm-hmm. And then people just jumped on her. And then any girl that would say anything positive about me would do mm-hmm. it. They would jump down their throat. Yeah. Wow. And try to. And then it's like it became a ridicule thing. Of if you say something about Rico positive, then we're gonna try to you know talk shit about you, blackball you, and do things. Wow. It's like even even still like it's the same thing. Why I don't like the internet too much. To certain the bullying and people like to mm-hmm. pick when they want to bully. Mm-hmm. It's like, rest in peace, August Ames, one of my great friends, yeah. one of my Puerto Rican partners. Mm-hmm. And she chose to not work with a dude because he did crossover gay porn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she didn't say it rude when she went on her Twitter. She said, I choose to not work with this performer for my safety and others' safety. Mm-hmm. This is my choice. Gotcha. And people jumped on that girl's Twitter and her line, so disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And this is one thing I said about the LGBTQ plus community because mm-hmm. they think we bully them like y'all bully the fuck out of us mm-hmm. as soon as we say something that we don't like about y'all they bully us to death yes and they are an army <laughs> <laughs> they are a big army with a whole bunch of generals yeah. and they do not be playing and that girl killed herself two days later wow because people bullied her so much over her not wanting her own free speech of not wanting to work with a person wow because of what they're doing in their sex life which is her choice mm-hmm. they bullied her so much to where she killed herself and I mean, people's and that's, th- fucked th- up. that's people's impulses. Mm-hmm. Instead really? of trying to maybe educate her or give her some other information so they can maybe change her mind, mm-hmm. it's like, no, let's bully and attack and harass like Everybody them. can't handle that. And mm-hmm. I feel like she kind of caused like a, a reckoning to some extent where maybe some of these people who are leading these online pylons <coughs> realized mm-hmm. how toxic it was and mm-hmm. how it's just mm-hmm. not cool. It did that. It hurts people. You know, I've, I've mm-hmm. had suicidal thoughts. Because of the shit. I, even mm-hmm. during that, when I was going through that, like somebody would blame me for rape. Like, dude, I got 12 sisters. Of course. What the fuck I need to rape somebody for? I'm like one of the most sought after dicks in the world. I got to rape somebody? Yeah, I can imagine. Like, what? And you got 10,000 other scenes that you did without a problem. Without and a problem. somehow this and then, one. I, and then somehow I'm going to rape somebody on set, on camera. Yeah. In front of other people. So what these other people was doing while <laughs> we was here. Sense, that's man. like us all being in here. And <laughs> I'm over there just doing that. And then nobody did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yo, speaking of porn, though. So I think you spoke about how close you are with your mom. Mm-hmm. Does she know what you do? Oh, yeah, definitely. You can't hide that shit, bro. How soon did she find out after you started porn? My mom is very smart and nosy, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she noticed all the, the extra money coming in. Like, oh, we moved. Oh, this this car. Oh, this mm-hmm. that. She thought I was selling drugs and shit. Mm. And, and I'm like, nah, mom ain't doing it. She said, well, I know you've been dancing, but you weren't coming in here with all this fucking Jacob watches on mm. and shit. And <laughs> you changed and shit. What the fuck you doing? Then I think somebody put a little bug in there. She was like, uh, it was like maybe about four or five months in. She was like, so when you going to tell me, baby? And I'm like, what you mean? And she like, come on, Rico. Oh, man. She like, you know I'm your mama. And I'm like, yeah. She like, she said, son, I always told you, whatever you do, be the best at it. So if you're going to do it, be the fucking best. Wow. And that's all it was. And then it's funny because right now my mama has my first 200 movies that on DVDs mm. are uh, saving the box, still in plastic. 
Wow. She's wow. never opened them, but she always she said, "Bring me every one of your every one of your movies that you do when you first do them." Wow. They be worth a lot of fucking money one day. <laughs> she said, "Then I just fuck. wanted to have them," and she still got them in the box. Wow. Ain't never took them out the plastic or nothing. But has she ever watched one of your videos though? <laughs> nah, I don't think my mama would watch that. Nah. <laughs> no, like. Like, nah, I don't think my mama will watch that. And somebody told her, yo, your son is doing porn. People has done that, nigga. And he has a Do you think niggas ain't walked up on me in the street, nigga, with my mama out? And yeah. Like, nigga, right. I'm at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Niggas walk like, nigga, you be fucking all the bad bitches. What if my mama didn't know? <laughs> the facts. Yeah, I'll like, give it a buck, man. Like, if on, I found bro. out my son had a 13 inch dick, I would probably want to, like, verify, yo, is this, If it's yo, different when you were with dad. To your son. Yeah. yeah. Not a mother to a son. Yeah. She don't want to see that, bro. Yeah, like, that's true. She don't want to see that, bro. Wow. She ain't never did that. She knew who I am. I'm, I'm, I'm my daddy's son. Nigga, like, my daddy You had... told me, though, that you <laughs> and your brothers, you guys are all, like, the big dick adventures. Like, you guys got... all have, like, yeah, we got huge penises. Dicks. Yeah, we got big dicks. So it wasn't nothing. Like, nigga, it wasn't... that's why I never knew it wasn't weird until I found out it was weird. We don't have dick. But how do you feel about this new generation that be fucking making their dicks bigger with injections and all this crazy Man, shit? Man, I don't even really know too much about that shit. I be hearing weird shit, but. The pumps. I mean, see, the pump, to me, the pump, pumps don't work. All that do is just swell your dick up. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? That's like when you go to the to the doctor and they do your blood pressure. You know how your arms swell up? Mm-hmm. As soon as you take the motherfucker off, it go down. Really? <laughs> That's the same thing. Pumps don't fucking work. I didn't <laughs> even know penis pumps were, like, actually a serious thing. Put it like this. Okay, if, if all that shit worked, wouldn't everybody have a big dick? Yes. Yeah. No. Thank you. If it worked, yeah. wouldn't everybody have a fucking big dick? Mm. Yeah. Right, because the bitch can go buy some titties, right? Mm-hmm. The bitch can go buy some ass, right? Mm-hmm. Niggas ain't out here just wanting to buy dick. But I guess they are. (laughs) They're saying that they are, that they're shooting it up and they're getting the fucking surgery that brings it out of your body an inch and a half. There's a difference. Who the fuck wants to grow just one inch of dick? Like, I'm going to do it. I need four or five more. If you could get four inches, people would be lining up to get that shit. Right, they're not going to do this shit for one inch. Like, nigga, if you could go from four to eight, they'd be lining up for that shit. But nah, it's like, the truth, no, niggas is shooting their dick up though, bro. Like mm. to keep it hard. Mm-hmm. I know this. That's for, a separate thing, for right? personal experience, right? Mm. Because when I was in Mexico working, they begged me and talked to me and paid me a bunch of fucking money to shoot my dick up. It's all the European. See, I didn't know this. So what's mm. that shit called that you shoot your dick up with? Well, it's a couple different things now, but the one that I had took was Caverjack, and okay. I'll never take that shit ever again. And what's it do? It gives you an insane boner for a while. Imagine your dick, like hard as ten bricks, wow, <laughs> for like an hour and a half. Wow. wow. Like, you can do anything with that motherfucker. You can pogo stick it. And, it, like, you, you can nut or, like... You can. Okay. You can still nut. And then it'll stay nut. hard? Yeah. Whoa. So wow. what it really what, what you're supposed to do is this is what they didn't do for me. Um, you're supposed to go to an actual doctor, and they run your blood, and they test your blood for what the dosage is that you need for your dick, your body weight, your that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's how it actually works. Now, this is what I didn't know for years until after this shit happened to me. So this is what all the European dudes have been doing. That's why they fuck like crazy out there mm-hmm. in Czechoslovakia. And you'd be like, why do niggas fuck like that? <laughs> because they're not fucking with any type of personal value. They're fucking with bionic dick. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they out yeah. there with, with that. Because literally, bro, I'm telling you, like, you stick, you don't even know, it sounds difficult when you try to say you stick it in, but how they do it is how it was done to me. You know, like when you take, whoever has diabetes, you know the diabetes needle? Uh-huh. The mm-hmm. little click button? Okay. Okay, so you should do it, you take the, out the thigh, take the needle out, boom. And then you take it and then you put it in the machine, twist it. So literally, you take your dick, it's soft, you grab the back of your, your meat, like the base, mm-hmm. and all you do is hit the button. You literally don't even feel it. Like, that hurts more. Okay. Mm-hmm. That hurts more than what that does. So once it goes in, you take your dick and you rub it like dough. Play though like this, mm-hmm. just up and down, and in about forty-five fucking seconds, that motherfucker is Superman. Wow! wow. And it, you got an hour. Cause okay, 
to for, kill. For me, the hardest thing when shooting porn is that when you know you want to really be tearing it up, fucking the shit out of her. It's mm -hmm. hard for me to like be fucking the shit out of a girl for like five, ten minutes straight without feeling like I'm gonna nut. Yeah. Is that a normal problem for you as well, or do you have masterful control? I have. I've, I've mastered my control of it. Really. Mm -hmm. Um. One thing that I've, I've learned. I mean, I was one thing I've tried to teach a lot. I've taught a lot of niggas in porn. You must learn your body because everybody's body is different. Mm -hmm. Like so, me, I can drink. Mm -hmm. Drinking is my superpower. It helps you to yeah, stay that's hard, mine. really. That's, that's mine. Interesting. Well, that's the truth. That's mine. It's the liquor. So you got to find on, the sweet spot where you're not shit-faced drunk. But, yeah, I've drunk yeah. on every scene oh. I've ever fucking done. Wow. Like, from the beginning. Because somebody come tell me, it's like, when is your dick ever the hardest? I said, when I drink. Mm. And they was like, okay, we'll do that on your first scene. And then I did it, and it was cool. So I never was... I had to up it over the years because my tops became high. Mm -hmm. But then back in the day, I don't know if you guys remember, do you remember the drink Sparks? That little like yeah, orange the, and chrome? The, I used to get a Sparks drink and put two shots of vodka in it and drink that. Well, my mask or shit, but I was 20. Really? Now mm -hmm. it's just like I do like vodka and um, bang energy drinks. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. That's my shit. Or, you know, some days I might do a JMO ginger, a little bit mixture, but. But I keep it at a mellow level, not to where I'm shit-faced or blasted. It's like right. mm -hmm. to where no one really knows. And that's why I really actually prefer the vodka in Bang because it's clear. Interesting. So I put it into a cup and it's just clear. People think I'm drinking water. Right. And then I drink, probably drink like, a, usually I get like a pint. Mm. And I drink like a half a pint with my energy drink and do my scene and then I'm good. Oh, wow. Th but then that works for me though. Like, But then it's like other people like Wesley. Wesley's like, I know every nigga's niche to what they do to keep their dick or yeah. like Wesley his shit he does sky vodka and orange juice mm. in his weed a mm. um, couple other dudes like Jovan Jordan he smoke weed that's what he do mm. it zones him out my brother Prince this nigga's a superhuman he does fucking Red Bull and a Gatorade and he's perfectly <laughs> fucking fine I don't know or a naked juice I don't know what it is for him <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he don't need nothing this nigga don't drink he don't smoke he don't nothing oh man how many is the most times you nutted in a day oh damn let me. The funny shit. This is probably why I'm in a relationship uh, <laughs> with my girlfriend seven times one day wow. with her. But I've never like in my. That's I've never fucked a girl seven times in my day. I've never fucked seven times in my day. Really? So the girl that how I'm with now. Comes <laughs> how much cum comes out? How much cum comes out? Probably after. Probably after like the third time. Probably like me. Probably wasn't yeah. nothing in there. It's just a feeling. Right. Gotcha. A couple drips. It just gets really thin from my yeah. experience. Like mine's like, dude, like my first ones is like, pow, pow, pow. After yeah. that, it's like yeah. dust coming out that motherfucker, bitch. You can still feel it. Because I've done five in a day, but usually it's like 8 a.m. to fucking Yeah, midnight. you got to mix it up. You know, like, it's all throughout the day, so it's very evenly spread out. Yeah, not all the time. So it's like, nah. But I know dudes, boo, that, that dudes, in, I see some dudes in porn. I'm like, how'd you do that? Like, I'm tripping. Like, even though I fuck yeah. like how I fuck, but I'll watch yeah. a dude nut. And then two minutes later, nut again right on the girl, do double mm. back. I'm like, oh, that's superhero. Teach shit. me what that. Isn't like fake come a <laughs> thing, right? Like, cause I, I know that there's like, you know, there's some porn I watch where like dudes will like legit like pour like a cup full of porn. Just man, there's movie it, magic sometimes porn? and stuff. Like. The cum, yeah. Oh, of cum. It's movie yeah. magic. I mean, you can buy a fake cum at the sex store, bro. Right. They wow. got that too, and then dudes will probably hold that under their dick too. Man, mm. I, and the, a lot of times what we use back in the day, I'm giving you all porn secrets. Yeah, y'all ain't never gonna watch porn the same again. They gonna, <laughs> yeah. they gonna blackball my ass. I'm about to come work for no jumper. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna need a job now. I'm about to be holding the cameras in this bitch. Um, no, um, pina colada. Mmm. Whoa. It tastes sweet. So like a lot of times, like say. Or this is two things of movie magic. I'll never think about it the same way again. Mm -hmm. One thing is, um, like say. Say if I'm coming to work for you first mm -hmm. and you fuck with me, 
but you know I got a scene for him after that. You're like, all right, Rico, well, shit, I don't even need you to pop. Just do the whole fucking scene, and then we're going to fake pop. Mm-hmm. So then what we do is, it's like, oh, I'll do the whole scene, and then I'll, um, you'll, we'll put, we'll cut, put pina colada in her mouth, and then I'll put my dick in her mouth and go, oh, mm-hmm. and then she will open, she'll just like, oh, spit it or fake swallow it, you know? Gotcha. And that's movie magic. So I can be able to go do my other scene mm-hmm. too, because he helped me. Like, make sure you get your money, bro. We're gonna get both our scenes today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know we kind of can work with each other. Or if a dude can't pop, you kind of can use that. Otherwise, they use Cetaphil. Yeah. Cetaphil looks just like him. I had to rely on that one time. One wow. time. <laughs> because <laughs> I busted. Shameful. I busted too fast. Yeah. Man. I haven't had that happen much in my career. I think I've had that shit about three times. Really. I had it happen with my one of my first like five scenes. Million Blue, I'll never forget it. She got me. Really? Million Blue got me early in like my first five scenes. What do you do when that happens? Do you just camp out and do it nah, again? Um when you was younger, yeah, you just you can get it back. Wait you, an hour or two and then just go. Yeah, no, nah, not even that. Shit. When you look when you're a little older, because mm-hmm. I can knock out usually knock out two scenes in a day, bro. Yeah. But that's my know, preferred. When I was pace. when I was younger, yeah. you know, if I can knock out one, boom. As soon as I'm done, while I'm in the shower, I drink a naked juice, eat a banana. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm already pushing towards my next thing, but I only need like 35 minutes to to 40 to an hour in between that. Mm-hmm. You think the banana really like helps your cum recover? It's the calcium. Mm-hmm. You really kind of need that in your body. Mm-hmm. But really the naked juice do. Mm-hmm. Everything that's naked juice that's in there, the fruits and the vegetables, dude, yeah. that's what really put that, that prone to come, come back in. Well, I'm going to remember that. That's and then important. they make it taste good too. Yo, that's the women point. love that yeah. shit. They be like, "Oh, the fuck you be?" I say, "Girl, them naked juice, them superfoods." I've had girls <laughs> tell me my nut tastes like weed because <laughs> you smoke all weed. Yeah, <laughs> you, you smoke all day. But I also had a girl one time uh, tell me like, she goes, "Your your cum doesn't taste like McDonald's, like all the other porn star guys." Well, yeah, that should cool. be starts with what they be eating. I'm like, what the fuck? I remember I've been eating pineapples ever since Belladonna. I remember I nutted in Belladonna's face, and she was like, "Ooh, you taste like pineapples." I said, "I'm eating pineapples for every single." <laughs> 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 Nigga, I've been eating pineapples uh, before my scenes. You hear a lot about the perky dick these days. Uh, yeah, Percocets. Oh, yeah. I you ever know. try that one? I ain't never did a drug in my life. Oh, really? really? Right. Yeah, I'm terrified of drugs, uh, bro. Yo, as a porn star, man, so for regular guys, like we, you know, like even like when you have like a girl, we really hate to move around the crib like on soft. Now, as a porn star, do you feel like the pressure to always have your dick, I guess, you know, like on just like soft heart, medium heart to always at the house with my girl. Walking just, around the yeah, house with like, a half a I don't give a fuck. It's my bitch. Like we seen your print. Like you you know, like you have like a pretty Yeah, you, I got a cool print, nigga. Like, large and cool. print, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Nigga, I don't wear nigga, I don't wear I got no drawers right now. Huh? <laughs> I got on no drawers, right? You got on no drawers? No, I don't wear drawers, bro. Unless oh, unless sure. I got on jeans. Okay. That's the only time and then I wear only PSD drawers. This, this is the question I've been waiting for this whole time. Yeah. Tell me about your time working with Brian Pumper. Oh. <sighs> the GOAT. No. No, I'm the GOAT, nigga. <laughs> not, no. you wonder, that's the weirdest porn star in the world. We might say Brian Pumper's the GOAT as a joke, but yeah. we cannot do that in the presence uh, of yes. an actual legend. Of Rico Strong. Nah, I mean, well, the funny part legend. is, man, the funny part is, man, I actually like Michael. Oh. Brian. Brian. Yeah. I'm sorry, this is about the government I was not, but... <laughs> I liked him when he started until he started doing ignorant shit. Because mm-hmm. you know it's funny to me to tell you the truth about the nigga. And I'm a, this is one thing I can say positive about him. Um, nigga never had a wood problem in his life really? that I ever seen. Him being on set with me, mm-hmm. never was never had a dick issue. I seen many niggas with dick issues. That nigga dick is instantly hard for whatever he needed for that moment when you need it, it goes. Seems mm-hmm. like a real natural perv. That's just him. Mm-hmm. He's a natural 
pervert. <laughs> <laughs> like in his mind, whatever the fuck is going on, up, whatever's going on up there yeah. is naturally for him. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't really rock with the nigga with some of the things that he do because I don't like the disrespect to women with cracking eggs on their head. And, mm -hmm. you know, you running out here fucking bitches raw that don't nobody know. You on trains, you know, you know, pushing, you know, agendas against women. It makes it look bad for me as a porn star mm -hmm. because when I'm out in public, and I try to speak, and somebody find out I do porn. They be like, "Oh no, you just like the nigga Brian." I'm like, "God damn, mm -hmm. that had nothing to do with me." Mm -hmm. Just because I do porn and he do porn, don't mean we the same nigga. Gotcha. You feel me? You do have clean waves though, much like him. Oh, thank you, bro. His is way better than mine. His was stupid for one. Like, yeah. He had a whole program. His shit probably ain't looking too good in jail right now. But nah, his shit. He had a. He wore three wave caps every day. <laughs> I swear to God, no, I promise you, he would mix. Uh, no, he had a, a. I seen why his waves looked like that. Mm -hmm. Like he mixed up three different wave reeks. He melted it down, put them all together, and he would put on the wave cap, another wave cap, another wave. Brush his hair and do that. His shit was immaculate. I don't do that, nigga. I brush my shit about 10, 15 times. Mm -hmm. My hair just good, nigga, and I throw on the wave cap. I'm what cool. was the first stuff that he started doing that fucked up his name in the industry? Um, The first thing, um, he kept showing up to set with girls. Mm. Just hanging out, and the out. directors kept telling them not to do it because you're just bringing random fucking girls on set. Yeah. Um, we don't know if they're tested, and then other dudes don't want to fuck them because they are pretty. Um, and then that makes it uncomfortable on set because then you don't want nobody touching a girl that you brought, and it's that it was that, or showing up late. I remember one time, for instance, swear to God, swear to God, mm -hmm. I was I was doing a, I have a movie I'm on a, I'm on the cover of it when I used to be signed to Famous Star. When I was fucking with Travis and them, mm -hmm. and I had on it's a cover called I Got Five on it, and I had on a Famous Star hat, a Famous Star hoodie, Famous Star belt, everything, and I had five. I had Gianna, it was Gianna, I had five bitches around me. It was Gianna Michaels? Mm -hmm. It was super five big name girls back then, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he was supposed to be in the scene, mm -hmm. but he was late Ooh, as fuck. Wow. wow! And we're in a big fucking mansion. Gates closed. I'm in the middle of getting my dick up. We're doing our reading. I got five girls lined up. I'm going down the line. Mm -hmm. This motherfucker somehow towers the wall, walks in. I'm fucking, I can see him open the door. The director doesn't see it. And I'm like, he just takes his pants off, dick hard, and just walks <laughs> in the scene. <laughs> the director was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing? That's kind of cool, though. It's impromptu. Yeah. But Real it was like, shit. you're already out of the scene. The girls were like, no. Nah. And it was just, that was one of the funniest things. But wow. then it's like, I was pissed too because then he got a deal. That I was supposed to get. The evil angel thing? Yeah. Wow. I, I talked to them first, and I was supposed to get that deal. And then, but he, one thing, but I can't, I can't knock him either for this. This nigga was way ahead of our time, way before mm -hmm. us with content and knowing things and owning shit. Yeah. That nigga had like a thousand scenes in the can mm. before we even thought about the OnlyFans or anything. He already, all the money that he was making, all those scenes that he had with girls, he he had them in the can, just tapes, tapes, on tapes, on tapes, videos, videos, videos. Yeah. So all the money that he was just even having now came from all the content that he owned pre-2013 back mm. yeah. of just girls and shit that he owned. Right. And all he had to do was just post it. Right. And making all his money. Mm. He was way ahead of his time with that. Right. Excuse me. But... If he just could have been smarter, but he went to the evil and then he wanted to do ignorant shit. You can't go over the evil angel yeah. and fuck around. They don't play about their paperwork. Mm -hmm. They don't play about their paperwork. They don't play about their business. They don't play about their money. Mm -hmm. And when I went over there, I didn't have content saved because I was so used to being on contract and working for people. I didn't have my own content that mm -hmm. I owned. Mm -hmm. So they wanted to give me just a distribution deal, but I didn't have shit to distribute. Mm -hmm. So he came with that. and He had shit to distribute. So they ended up signing him which was their mistake. 
but he was out shooting girls without tests. Mm-hmm. And then both owners of Evangel have HIV. You know, Whoa. the owner and his wife. Yeah. Dude, oh. John Stagliano and his wife. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So they don't fuck around. They're not fucking around. And then at the time that you do this, they're in a huge obscenity charge case, millions of dollars of a case mm. that they're fighting right now. And you do this. And you go out and you shoot a girl. And then you go test her after you shoot her. And then the test comes back dirty. What if it was something worse than it was? Mm. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? And that's where he blew his deal. Damn. And they never signed nobody else really after that. That's crazy. They want to fuck with no niggas. Niggas can't fuck up. Niggas fuck up shit. Got you. So you feel as if Brian Pumper is the reason why they stopped fucking with you guys? Or they stopped fucking with No, they didn't stop shooting niggas, but they wouldn't sign the niggas deals no more. Of course. Because it makes people nervous. Because they don't know what I'm going to do. I'm younger and I'm this and I'm that. But I would have never did no shit like that. You say you were actually mad at him when he got the deal and over you. Was that after he fucked it up or even before he fucked up the deal? Like you were just upset? Well, it wasn't to, even more that. It was yeah. more of I wanted that deal because I know what I would have did with it. Mm-hmm. It would have been literally some more iconic epic shit that I would have did with that company. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I already was working, been working for them for years, doing amazing scenes. They had been putting out movies on me for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted that. That would have been my sixth contract. Mm-hmm. And I love directing. I've directed 47 movies. Mm-hmm. And I like directing and starring in my shit too. But... I wasn't mad at him really because of it. I was just like, you know how a nigga be like, damn, I ain't get it. Why do you think he but left the, the game and just started hanging out on the train and shit? Because the game wasn't fucking with him. He got blackballed. Nigga, really? Nobody would shoot him. Fully after blackballed after that? Yeah, nobody after that. Nobody would shoot him. Mm. And then people already didn't really like Brian mm. because he was just weird as a person. He's weird. Rapping. Fuck the rapping. It ain't even, <laughs> his rapping is cold, but that dumb dancing shit and trying to start beef with rappers and. Just the way you move in the city. Like, I moved around the city, nigga. I ain't never been shot at. Mm. And mm-hmm. I'm a street nigga. He been How shot you? at? Hell yeah. Oh, wow. He been shot wow. at all in L.A. Slapped. I done seen a nigga get slapped in the bar. Mm. You you around every day being seen. And he that big getting slapped? Yes. And that's even worse, nigga. Like, you that big getting <laughs> slapped in the street. <laughs> big as shit. But like, isn't he also super short? He, he's like 5'7". Oh, okay. But this nigga's on roids. Like, right. Choke mm-hmm. a nigga or something like. Yeah. But to be fair, in all my research of Brian Pumper, he always seemed like he was kind of that big. Like I, I never really believed that he was on steroids because he always seemed like it was pretty consistent. He's always been on. <laughs> 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 nigga, he came from New York boys. Nigga, just shit. We know the nigga, man. Like we, I mean, if you know yeah. a nigga that work out, I worked out my whole life. You know a natural body from a nigga who do roids. Mm. Especially when you look at it, you work around a motherfucking nigga, you look at their back, their whole back broke out. Mm. It's roids. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's that. And if that's his business. I mean, niggas do roids. You know how many niggas in this industry do roids? You were in that that uh, one <laughs> clip where everybody was roasting him on set, right? Yeah, they try to roast me. Nigga, don't play me. That was so funny. Chokes, <laughs> nigga. Yeah, the nigga Nat Turner tried to roast me. Now nah, you on the internet with your butt cheek spread. Oh, mm. I was talking about where they were spread, where they were roasting Brian. Yeah, that too. Oh, he was. That was it. Was Nat who was roasting Brian? Oh, okay. Wow. You feel what I'm saying? And Nat act like you know he the hardest nigga in the street, and you on the internet with your butt cheek spread twerking. Damn. All right, nigga. I mean, let's be real, though, because you was a stripper at some point. <laughs> I wasn't twerking, though. At some point, though. Not like that. I- I'm sure somebody has some type of footage not of, like that. of you popping that thing, man. Not, not like that. <laughs> no? Not, not like not like that. Not like that. Not like that. I expect it, man. <laughs> I had on pants when I was doing it. I expect that. Video I seen, you was butt naked with oil on your butt. Oil on the ass? And soapy cheeks. Bent over? Twerking. Yeah, all of that. Spreading, oh, winking, winking. Winking your butthole. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah I that's, a little, that's now, a little different from what I was doing. Mm. Yeah. That ain't where I was at. And then you did this personally at home by yourself. You wasn't in no club. Oh, man. <laughs> you was in your living room. Did you witness the Brian Pumper uh, booty fetish that's been alleged? The girl said that he stole the toilet paper with the poop from her and mm. like, no. kept it in the drawer. Mm-mm. Everybody there's go watch been, my video I did on been, Brian Pumper. There's been so many stories on Brian, man. A girl's pissing on him, shitting on him, doing things, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't go looking for this shit. I don't go watching it. I just hear mm. about it. I know it's, it's funny shit out there about me. Niggas always want to yell at me, tell me, oh, I'm gay, I'm bi, I'm this and that. Do you think that I'm a fool Whatever. if I uh, try to shoot content with Brian Pumper like once he gets out of jail? <laughs> well, in two senses. Depending on what he's in, because what I've heard he's in jail for isn't really good. It's like Sex stuff? Yeah, it's like underage girls. Oh, so yeah. that's what I'm that's why I'm like, nah. That's bro. probably a good point then, yeah. Yeah, like make sure we gotta make sure what it is. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I've heard it's for statutory rape. I've heard it's for underage trafficking. He don't seem like the type who'd really be checking IDs at this point in his he's life. He's not. He's yeah. on the train like, oh, you're cute. You're, you're, oh, you're, I'm not going to ask you your age. You're 16, right. you're 17. I'm going to fuck you, and I'm going to take you in the train to do that. So Yikes. I feel like that's believable. Damn. We just have to know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying? Cause we, we ran into a couple of dudes in this industry, dude, that have been bad. like, And we've seen the proof of it. Like, when I got blamed and got blamed, like, nah, that ain't me. Hmm. But these dudes have literally beat the shit out of girls, broke their faces in, and Whoa. did stuff or taken advantage of girls on set and actually really raped them or drugged them and done things. This is all coming out now. Hmm. I was kind of like one of more of the forefronts from it to when girls were mad at her because, bitch, you're lying and this shit really happened to us. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were, girls were pissed. Mm-hmm. So, because I would never. I'm on the set protecting girls from dudes who are doing weird shit. Mm. I'm like, dude, you've been way too aggressive, my nigga. Like, fall back, well, bro. How frequent is that, though, like, for porn stars, I guess, to, to like, sexually assault or take it too far on set? Sometimes you don't know because some dudes are just idiots. Mm-hmm. Some dudes think that a girl might like that or that is, and he don't really know. And some girls are triggered to where they don't say anything. <clears throat> you have to be aware of that. You know, that's the point about being an actual real porn star. People think it's you fuck on film, you're a porn star. You're not. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Just because you fuck on film doesn't make you a porn star. What do I need to do to graduate to that level? Right. Right. I don't star, like calling myself that. You're already there. You've been there. I, you I like don't it. feel like I've really like earned it because when I really like hear the war stories of dudes who've been in the trenches grinding yeah, like for that. years and mm-hmm. years, I'm like... That's you, legendary. You, you, you got it easier to point yeah, to where yeah, you went yeah. to. Like, yeah. like, you got the easy way yeah. in. But we're doing a little like fifteen minute scenes and shit. Yeah, but you got it though. Like you, you good. Like the way some other people are doing it, the way they, a lot of these dudes use it, they shouldn't mm. be using. It. A lot of the girls shouldn't be using it either. And mm. that's how I feel. And I tell them in their face, "Don't regal your asshole, bitch. You ain't putting no work." Oh, I'm a porn star. How many scenes you did? Oh, I only shoot for my OnlyFans. I did six scenes. <laughs> now you're a porn star because you think because you fuck on film, you're a porn star. You're but not. you got to respect it, right? They're, they're they're owning all their own content. They're not having to go fucking do what some director says. Yeah, true in a sense too. But if they ain't really put in the work, you ain't put in a year, two years. You ain't really did the work. Mm-hmm. You haven't. You don't. You might not have the fan base yet. Like I don't want to hear the girl with two thousand fucking followers talking about I'm a porn star. Shut up. <laughs> like then the dude is coming in and you have four scenes that you shot at home. Like, boy. Yeah. <laughs> like, Fuck out I here. got 20 billion views on Pornhub. Nigga, like, what are you talking about? Damn. And I ain't never got a check. Nah, like, um, there's definitely <laughs> some OnlyFans guys, right? So, like, what are your thoughts on, I guess, OnlyFans there's some, there's some really good, yeah. There's some really good OnlyFans dudes, bro. Yeah, like. like I seen yeah. some dudes, man, that's really doing their shit. And, I'm, 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 and it kind of makes me happy as a pioneer in this mm. shit before to see them do that and to make their money. You know, feel me? And do it independently. They don't have to go shoot for no company. 
I know guys who are just like regular old scumbags, just fucking girls. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now they're making like, you know, 15, 20K a month off OnlyFans, just yeah. fucking all these girls that they were would have been fucking out. Some girls, yeah, some girls do that. Just scumbags and just like been just the one the smart ones learn just how to shoot camera. Mm. They mm-hmm. learn how to shoot camera. They'll take their little money and invest in a green screen. They'll invest in their editing. They'll invest in a, a GoPro and in the mm-hmm. phone and shoot it. And it look good. And just they might be in the city where all the bitches is at. I know one nigga, he in Atlanta where all the bitches is at. And mm. he be knocking them down because they out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'd be knocking them down if I was in Atlanta too, but nigga I ain't because I hate to fly. For Have sure. you ever heard of girls do porn? Girls do porn? Yeah, no, I haven't heard of that. Sorry, you're right. So like it was like a porn company that we're pretty much like all they filmed was like amateur porn stars. Yeah, and they got into like some trouble because they was like telling you know like the porn star mm-hmm. girls, yo, this is you know just for like a private you know yeah, company. Yeah, you can't thingy. tell that stupid shit. Yeah, they do that. And that's what a lot of people fail in this industry. You got to be honest about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You have to be fucking honest about what you're doing mm-hmm. and. Either have your paperwork right or just have a picture of a fucking ID. It's very easy now. Like, you don't even need to fill out paperwork half of the time. Like, give me a picture of your fucking ID. Give me a video of a two, maybe a consent that you're mm-hmm. doing, and you're good. Mm. But, you know, you have people like who I respect in one of the independent companies like Freak Mob. Mm-hmm. Freak Mob is out of, I think, the East Coast, Jersey, and New mm-hmm. York, and they're doing very fucking well independently. And they're getting a lot of the girls from the East Coast that we've never seen, really? and they're putting them on, and he's doing really well. That's smart. Um, okay. And they've been doing it for a couple of years now, and they're doing really good. I, I met the dude the other day. Freak Mob? Yeah. Yeah, and they're doing really fucking good, bro. Like, his production is very good. He shoots it right. He has just has natural fun with the girls and keeps it easy. And I like that. It's another dude. It's another dude. Actually, Pablo the Punisher, he's an independent contractor. Oh, really? Yeah, he, I've yeah. been talking to him a bit, too. Yeah, I like Pablo. Okay. Like, he do shit. He just, he do a lot of doggy, though. I'm going to make that nigga do some more positions. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga just doggy all day. I'm like, nigga, do you hit anything else? Nigga, like, move around. Oh, but no, nah, I really, he be hitting, he been hitting some bad bitches, boy, out there in Atlanta. For sure. Even my girl following him. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> all right we got to uh we got to wrap this up but rico it was amazing having you on here Man, so much too. game was spit we learned so much i'm, I'm welcome welcome me back anytime anything else you want to talk about man that's that's, that's whatever that's for sure i love it. what we gonna do about plug talk we'll get me on here. yeah we got to fucking schedule a day where we could have you uh knock out a scene or two shit i'm in town Let's do it. When you leave, hey man. All right, I'll put mm-hmm. put my people with your people. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's no do jumper, it. baby. Best workout. Rico Strong, yeah. Poetic Flacco. No jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, Instagram, etc. Like, comment, and subscribe. No jumper.com if you want to support. Appreciate y'all. Peace.